0: Hey, guys, welcome in to Cancel This. Happy Thursday, January 5th. I'm Vic Faust. With Tab of the Hassle, Eric Johnson will be alongside Scotty Gurkin's here. Um, hey, Scotty, my clumsy butt must have hit the desk over at some point. We'll take a look at my camera shot, all right? Yeah, right? <laughs> You're a little crooked. little... <laughs> I'm off to the side.
1: A little close up today.
0: Uh, yeah, so that's the best part about this is that... Um, we just kind of, we do things as we please. We do things on the run. We make it look as good as we possibly can. Um, kicking off this Thursday, what a show again. It's what we're about, bringing you the best interviews we possibly can. Coming up at 7.30 as we welcome people in. Maybe I need to let more people get in. Anyway, 7.30. Uh, maybe do this on a weekly basis because everybody wanted them so bad. Colonel mm-hmm. Joe Adams talking about the cartels in our backyards just in Missouri. If you don't think... They're in all states in America. I think, again, not just at the border states.
1: And, and and even more so now, I don't know if you saw the latest report last night. There was that prison break in Mexico just across the border. And a lot of those folks, they believe, have entered the United States. Oh, that's wonderful. These are dangerous people. Yeah. One of these guys killed 10 prison guards. And now he's believed to be here in the United States. Uh, all right. Great. Love our border
0: policies. Immigration all the way. Uh, we're going to get into that with Colonel Joe at 730. Coming up at 9 o'clock, can't wait to talk to a guy, Bill Brown. Uh, he was a member of SEAL Team 8, doing all kinds of things for veterans all across the country. You want to talk about badasses? You swim the Hudson River. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Love that kind of stuff. These guys, they're a different breed. Uh, we talk about the Army Rangers. We talk about the SEALs and um, love the fact that he'll be joining us um, to talk about an event that he has coming up, charitable event, and
1: I all can't. things
0: politics, all things America, all things um, SEALs that he can talk about. He,
1: and and not only that, but he fights for freedom. He is someone who is definitely not afraid to stand up and fight for this country. And he served three tours in Iraq, which is fantastic. Is someone, that all? Someone wrote, I know, someone <laughs> he wrote. He could have
0: done a fourth. I mean, come on, Bill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Someone wrote a book about him, another Navy SEAL. I sent you guys a little excerpt from that last night, and we're going to talk to him about that. I I really can't wait.
0: Looking forward to that. It uh, is Cancel This. Go to canceltheshow.com. The website gets better all the time. Our content continues to get better all the time. We do have original content. If you see something we like, share it. Go out Grab it. Share it. Continue to share our show as well. That's how we continue to get bigger. That's what the sponsors like. That's what our advertisers like. That's what people like to tune in and listen to us. Every day, about we're grateful for that. Lots to get into today. Uh, and, and I'll say it right out of the gate here, too. I mean, just I just got another text about it as well. Listen, there was a local radio show that got rid of one of their guys. I'm not going to pile on. Okay. I've been in, I don't know all the details that happened. I'm not getting into it all. Um, you know, Scotty knows him. It is what it is. It happened. Uh, there, there's one thing I've learned in life about my situation. Just make sure you know the full story. I'm not defending anybody and you kind of go from there why somebody does something uh as we found out with my situation there were people who ripped me which is why i won't pile on people when i got fired um um because you don't know what has been done you don't know if anybody has like in my case i reported this person who i had my situation with four times in writing for a month before it happened nobody knew what was said to me before i responded and nobody nobody knew what was continuing to be done to me, which kept me responding. So I've always said, make sure you know the full story before you.
1: you no and question. And this is such a different story, such a different story. And this is over at the point. Tony Patrico, is that his name? I don't know. And I don't even know his first name. Over, so I, I read up about it last night. I've never heard of him before. I don't know anything about. I just this know if anybody
0: was listening to the show, well, come on over here. We're here. If you're <laughs> upset, come on over here. Uh, very
1: different kind of show
0: yeah but you know what we're pretty damn good at what we do
1: no question (laughs) about it but it's uh, a whole different whole different story i read some of the text messages
0: yeah i'm not going to pile on or say anything well i'm
1: allowed to pile on because it was it was messed up he deserved in my opinion to be canceled your story is a different story
0: but anyway that's going on it's in the st louis area uh i mean come on i made international news (laughs) is <laughs> that's st louis and news, he right? might too he might too it's <laughs> like uh who knows we'll see can't you make international news i mean come on um anyway um, uh, we appreciate everybody jumping in uh yeah people are commenting on, on that on the on the um chat line as well um we're also going to get into what has become the main theater show speaker of the house for the republican party is it a situation of selected, not elected? Again, when it comes to what happens in DC, all of the crap that we see going on, Tabitha up and down and all around. If Kevin McCarthy ends up being Speaker of the House, throw the Republican Party out the window. I mean, it's a joke.
1: I don't think that. I, I if I don't I'm really starting to think that it's it's not going to happen. Because yeah, he's not going to have. There's Because no way. they're, you know, these these twenty folks are saying they are not going to give up. They are never going to give in. And it's going to come to a point where he's going to have to step aside. Correct. And they're going to elect someone else. Correct. Which is is probably going to be.
2: <laughs> I, gotta I like can't that.
1: talk today. I smoke too much as well. I was like, no. we lost even, her. I'm fading slowly. Well, I saw
0: you doing those hits outside before the show. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wait till I don't after smoke, the show. But it
1: might sound like I do.
0: I just don't believe it, at this point in time. He, McCarthy's damaged goods. A pride issue presented itself yesterday. There was evidence brought forward that he was now looking for democratic support. Yes. Boom. I'm off the table. You start talking about. your own pride. I won't go anywhere.
1: He looked defeated for the
0: greater good of the entire party. And then you start looking for Democratic support, possibly, possibly sharing control with Democrats so that you get to get elected. McCarthy does not tell
1: you everything you need to know. Yep. If he's looking for Democrat support, that should tell you everything you need to know. He's
0: gone, which brings me to my new favorite politician, Representative Byron Donalds. Out of Florida. This guy, I he's my hero. This guy is absolutely amazing. I have not seen anybody work the media and control the media as well since Donald Trump. And this guy's young. Yes. He's smart, he's black, he's successful, and he doesn't take any crap from anybody, Republicans or Democrats and go figure. So, he got 20 votes. He's like I didn't come to Washington to run for Speaker of the House. Initially, he voted for Kevin McCarthy. Then when there was no support, he's like, I'm out because he sees it. The other thing in watching him talk, they're like, why aren't you afraid the Republican party's going to, he's like, man, I'm two, two <laughs> I'm not afraid of anything.
1: Good for him. He's like,
0: I grew up in the streets, love this guy. And then of course, as much as he is going to ascend to the Republican party, I don't think he's not going to be speaker of the house. He got 20 votes. I don't think Steve Scalise is the name that you're starting to hear from Republicans, Byron Donald's doing what he can do as a Republican speaking. And because he's starting to get some notoriety because he's an intelligent black man who is conservative and sees the value of conservative principles and policies. Guess who's coming after him? Corey Bush. Out of St. Louis, who presents herself freebie. as an unintelligent, mean, nasty woman who wants freebies for everybody. How dare Corey Bush come out and rip him and call him a prop? She called him a prop, Tabitha. She
1: said he, he, he stood for racism, it, white supremacy. This is what we've talked about this
0: in the show it before. And shame so. on you if you're a black person ripping another black person who is intelligent who is out there doing what they can, who presents themselves in a good way, who speaks correctly, and won't take any of your crap just because they have a different opinion of you. The sad thing is we've also seen ultra-white liberals rip black conservatives in a racist way and not get called out by Democratic blacks. It's sad. It's really sad. Byron Donald is your worst nightmare because. He will ascend in some offices and he knows how to play the game already. A successful businessman, a guy who said, you know what? I'm not going to sit back and accept what society is telling me. A la Mark Kaysen at Cardinal Ritter, who says, yeah, I tell all my students that they're oppressed and they should feel oppressed. Yeah. Byron Donalds. I I love this guy. Absolutely amazing. Does
1: this mean you're changing your position from yesterday
0: in regards to what?
1: Well, yesterday we had a pretty heated debate in the morning and you were very much against these 20 Republicans oh, yeah. coming out in and, and the party blow it up. It's voting up. for McCarthy.
0: Yeah. It's, but it was, but don't you
1: think we need to blow After it the up fourth, for
0: change? Well, the, well, here's the, there's, that's a comp. There's like four or five prongs of that one. The fourth vote happened. The fifth vote happened. Republicans. My whole point was the Republicans look like a joke. They don't need to look like more of a joke that happened with the fourth and fifth vote. So the 20, have just made everything look very stupid. So there you go, fine, whatever. McCarthy looking for Democratic support, I was out. One And he did that immediately, 100% out. The fact that he refuses to give in, you got two parties who are refusing. He it, needs
1: to give in. Him
0: and the 20. They both need to give in. They should have given in. I, both don't, of them. I
1: don't agree with that. I think that and, it's their constitutional right. They are allowed to and object. It's his,
0: and it's his right too.
1: Absolutely so. So
0: there you go. So Absolutely, so. I got my ball. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. But he that's he, the problem. The Republicans are a joke. Biden seen talking with Mitch McConnell yesterday, smiling in DC while this vote's going on inside. You want to talk about an absolute joke? That's the joke. Corey Bush, you're a joke for ripping, an absolute joke for ripping by Donalds. McCarthy, you're a joke for possibly. Being heard asking what it would take for maybe some Democratic support. What the hell is going on?
1: Well, I'm glad you woke up. They're all, f- I woke up. It took you a night, but you're, 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 you're oh with it God. now.
0: No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Because
1: no, no. you, yeah. It
0: wasn't that I woke up. Something happened. Well, yesterday. exactly.
1: But see, something was already happening before that. And you just didn't see it. Now you finally see it. Now well, you woke I, up to what was McCarthy, already going on. If
0: McCarthy would have had a different presentation Just you didn't yesterday see
1: it doesn't mean it wasn't already happening well he was already saying, you're the woman that says Democrats. marjorie
0: taylor green is the best republican in congress I, didn't say I
1: said she's one i like No,
0: you I, I asked you you ripped you i said who's i do like her i'm okay. not
1: changing my mind and on that.
0: she's still backing the your favorite republican i didn't say in Cong- she was my Stop. favorite Stop. i did
1: your you favorite asked me which no, ones no, i liked no, no, no. and your i favorite, couldn't even think of any your of let me
0: finish your favorite republican is marjorie taylor green which says She's a lot my about favorite i like her yeah, not, you said that was your favorite <laughs> i think the i think the comment was not I who don't know is if it was the real true
1: republican i couldn't yes, even you when you but when you said that i couldn't even fr- think of any oh names. now you want to come just back happens and make to be excuses a this is what I, makes and I, no i'm not making an excuse i do like her let me finish this. i do like her
0: when i asked you who the best republican was who you think you said marjorie taylor green and then guess what marjorie taylor green is and let me finish yes you did i Said I asked a you, word. I'm trying let to tell me you. Let, me finish, no, let me finish. Let me. You've been talking for 20 minutes, and I haven't said a word Tabitha, about it. Let me finish. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene is who you brought up. You don't want to. She is miss one la- of
1: the people I like.
0: Ah, <laughs> you, <stop>. you <laughs> turn, turn my go. Marjorie Taylor. <laughs> when I asked you, when you ripped Cruz and Hawley as yes. not being true Republicans, I said, "Well, then, who is the one that you think is the best Republican in Congress?" And I love that. And you said Marjorie Taylor Green. Now let me just finish and make the point. Marjorie Taylor Green. Thank you, Mary, for saying Vic needs to be able to talk. Ah! You're going to get your response. <laughs>
1: you said
0: Marjorie Taylor Green. Been Greene. doing plenty of so talking. Marjorie get Taylor it. Green is Kevin McCarthy's number one or one of the top supporters for him. So when you tell me, have I seen the light? Have you seen the light? She's not one let of I, the
1: top supporters. Let you. She is. <laughs> let me finish.
0: She's all about Kevin McCarthy and you and you said she's the most true Republican yet. She votes McCarthy. So when are you going to wake up and understand that you don't know what you're talking Uh-oh. about Uh-oh. because Uh-oh. McCarthy has her support and you say it's all okay, a big mess.
1: Let's backtrack. A, so we're all
0: on the same team. Let's backtrack. are all a
1: mess. So I can educate you a little bit uh, this morning. No. Uh, OK, a whenever I said that the other day, I do like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I am not changing my mind. I think she speaks up for us anti-establishment folks. I think she does a phenomenal job yeah. for her constituents. We need someone like her, but you're speculating, saying she's all about McCarthy. Just because she voted for him she's voted as for him. speaker, that doesn't mean she's all about him. Yeah, it and, is. and and it she's and that back doesn't, to, that's the point. She's and that doesn't to. matter anyway. What matters to me is the fact that McCarthy has always been an establishment guy. He's, you know, you, you know, when Pelosi, when, I agree with as, you, by the way, he Pelosi, is establishment. Of course he is. And when Pelosi was speaker, and I'm sure you already know this, she did away with a rule they had as speaker. There has always been a little rule. Correct. Where if you had five no confidence votes, the speaker had to step down. Well, when Pelosi was office in off in office as speaker, she wanted full control. So she did away with that little rule so that five votes of no confidence couldn't remove her. Well, so McCarthy, stepping into this role, our 20 amazing hero Republicans took him aside. And this started back in August. This isn't new. And they said, hey, we want to reinstate that rule. And we want, amongst other things they wanted, and they said, we want to reinstate that rule. If we have five votes of no confidence, we want to be able to remove the speaker. He said, absolutely not
0: terrible mistake. Absolutely
1: not. And it's, yeah. it could cost him that amongst many things. It could cost him.
0: He, he can't, after what he did yesterday, he can't be considered. He no. just can't be.
1: I I'm with you but and I'm glad we're on the same page yeah, today, but it
0: wasn't until what happened yesterday. Not because I was trying to save the Republican party's face. They're an absolute joke. Biden's mocking them. The media is mocking them. Republicans are mocking them. And the guy who wins the day is who I already said, Rep- representative Byron Dan. And I, I
1: know I love that guy. I didn't even, I've never even heard of him and before. leave it to
0: St. Louis's own Corey Bush to start ripping him, basically calling him an uncle Tom as a prop because he's an intelligent man, successful businessman refused to accept what he was born into. And now he's in DC saying, nobody's going to hurt me. I'm the man. And he wins the day. Nobody else wins. The 20 don't win. The Republican party doesn't win, McCarthy doesn't win.
1: I think in the end of the Representative Byron win. Donald,
0: Donalds is who wins.
1: I think the 20 I think they stood up for themselves. That's what we need. It's 20 today, 40 next time, 60 the time yeah. after that. Well, it's and open. that's how we win. Right now
0: there is no winner. There there's no winner because at the end of the day it's about your team. It's not about your own little nuances. Little nuances. But that, it's that's but
3: that's what Tabitha is. is a little nuance. <laughs> a little
0: thorn she's 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 on fire man this Seven. last this last couple days i'm
1: very passionate about this topic well
0: she doesn't like being having comments brought back up that she's made. No.
1: <laughs> i love marjorie taylor green i am not backtracking despite she was her vote she was here. following
0: mccarthy around yesterday like a little puppy dog if you see the video she's just like <laughs> please please let me play yeah. let me play she well she marjorie means- would have been more well spoken than Bobert was yesterday. I
1: agree Hannity. with you on that. Oh,
0: last. <laughs> Bobert was actually good yesterday. I watched her speech yesterday on the floor. She was outstanding. I heard she was a little cuckoo last night on. She got Hannity. crazy. Like yeah. it was almost unlistenable. It it's a, it's wasn't good. It, yeah. wasn't it was good. not a good look for her at all.
1: She should have being from Colorado. To to she
0: probably should have taken a gummy right before <laughs> she went on.
1: Uh,
0: Hannity. Just a corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of her state's products. Just come on. Come on. Somebody give that woman a gummy. It did <laughs>
1: remind me of all of us when I saw that her and Hannity both talking over each other, both trying to make their point at the same time.
3: Two hundred people. Two hundred and one people want McCarthy. Two hundred and one. Keep that in mind. We keep talking about the twenty. That's great. There's twenty guys, and usually, and actually, it's more like ten. There's just ten of them that are just they're siding right now with the uh, the Freedom Caucus.
1: Has your mind changed at all, or do you still feel?
3: Well, I'm kind of like under, like you did yesterday. I'm I'm like this. I it, it seems like the Republicans. It's it, you know it's the. You, you need a collective, you need, you, you, there's a bullpen. If someone's not able to get on the mound and pitch, you got to go to the bullpen immediately and get somebody that can do it. And it seems like the Republicans have a, a ton of people that would be good candidates. Scalise is a good choice. seems like it would be a good choice. They all seem like they would be good choices. If you don't trust, if there's a trust factor between a faction of your, your party and one guy, and you can get a, coalition of everybody to vote for one person and they're all going to do the same thing they're all their issues are the same border is going to be the same uh term limits that's an interesting one that seems like they could come to an agreement on that
1: but they're not coming to an agreement And, and that's why we're in the position that we're in because i went through a list last night eric of all the things that these 20 republican house members want and they were very reasonable they were all things that we want and we need and mccarthy think, think, refuses to I, abide I by it I think
3: mccarthy again i said it yesterday and it kind of happened yesterday they need to start trying this in the court of public opinion and mccarthy needs to come out after each one of these votes and start talking to the american people and not so much behind
0: closed doors he anymore. doesn't get it eric i i, I yeah he, he, he doesn't was, uh, yesterday he yeah, asked me after this whole Democratic support deal, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You know
3: what? That is that is a death nail, especially at this time of our country when you had Nancy yeah. Pelosi for two years running rampant over the most toxic, most toxic time in the in the Congress I've ever seen in my life. You need an antidote to what she did and the Democrats did for two years, and now you're going and saying, "Well, we'll put a little Democrat spin in there if you vote for me." What?
1: I don't. Are you high? No nope, buy.
3: Now see if the more it's, that comes out, if you don't get him on Brett Bear today and say what in the F and I need Brett Bear to say that actually.
1: Brett Bear's I need Brett Bear to go,
3: What in the F were you doing talking with Democrats about he's not gonna do that you.
1: because Brett Baer is an establishment guy. He's gonna be right in line You need
0: gut feel for that or something
1: <laughs> Somebody different and you know and this is Boom. I'm glad
0: you called him gut I like calling gut. him that <laughs>
1: Gutfield.
0: Because the court of public
3: opinion what happens outside <laughs> of those doors Tabitha might be the thing that pushes
0: whatever right. needs to go where we'll have to well, ask
1: Colonel Joe Adams yeah. what he thinks Yeah, and
0: we're gonna talk more about this and what's happening with the Republican drama Yeah, the Republican Party's in, it's, it's not in a good state right now, but whatever, things can go up and down, there's lots of ebbs and flows, and somebody who's seen a lot of ebbs and flows in his life. Well, is is it not in a good state? I'm going to have
3: to side with Tab on
0: that a little bit. Well, well,
3: we'll I mean, could it be, could it be something where, could be, we got
0: Colonel Joe on, he's been waiting there. Where's he at? I don't see well, him. That's You don't look at the show notes that we send out.
3: No, but I don't see him on the screen. Because we introduce
0: right. him, and then he pops
3: up. Oh, I didn't know we had, a, we <laughs> had protocol anymore. That's
0: how we anymore. do that. <laughs> yeah, he's he's oh my not. God,
3: we got hey, a trying to organize stuff over here. Hey, wow. we brought
0: Scotty in, and we got good things. Well, I noticed the on.
3: yellow background now. That's kind of cool. It is cool.
0: Uh, with that being said, we bring in our good friend, Colonel Joe Adams, to cancel this this morning. Uh, hey, Colonel, you like all the... Uh, the back and forth, the fighting, trying to get true leadership in Washington, right? <clears throat> uh
2: I can't say on the air exactly how I feel about that, but uh
0: <laughs> sure you hey can. Colonel, guess what? This is podcasting. Yeah. There's no well, regulation.
2: I, I don't need a bunch of black helicopters with no tail numbers landing in my yard. He's kind
0: of <laughs> <laughs> they deliver him in his that's why he yet. says he can't say what he <laughs> did. Actually, actually they,
2: bu- they buzzed my house yesterday and was photographing my house.
0: Really. Could
2: yeah. you tell what kind of uh No, I knew the pilot. It's okay.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, I knew. It.
3: Wow. That's the, that's the creepiest. Hey, so hey uh... do you want to comment on this? Uh I'm sure that you're part of the uh the the collective here this uh, looking at, in on our Congress right now. What do you think's going on over there in the in actually water? I
2: wasn't listening actually I wasn't listening to your show. I have no idea what you're talking about.
3: No, no, no. Okay, well then no, let, me <laughs> let me back up. Let me back up. Let Eric so, start over. So we have yeah, I mean McCarthy. I mean I'll just start there. The speaker of the house, have you been following that at all or is it something that just it doesn't no, interest you? When-
2: no. I've I've been too busy uh working <clears throat> the cartel problem. And
0: that's what Franklin we had them
2: on today for was the standpoint so, of
0: no, cartels. Well, I, I
2: don't, don't know what, how you spent your day yesterday, but I had the, the the new cartel members who have moved into Franklin County under surveillance. So, oh, my, what? God. get everybody up to date because and, people don't associate and Franklin, the police are nothing doing nothing. Cartels. I mean, this just <clears throat> I Vic, we talked before, it's been a couple years ago or, or longer that the cartels moved into St. Louis and getting organized well guess what now they're in franklin county so if they're in franklin county where else are they so and the the police are doing nothing you know defund the police that's that's a real good idea so i dealt with the police yesterday and they basically told me to stay out of it and so i took it upon myself to take action and identify these people and um and that's about all I can say. I mean, the cartel is in Franklin County now and in Washington, Missouri, and the police are doing nothing
1: about right, it. Right, in our own Period. backyard. And now, Joe, I'm assuming they are here, yeah. here with drugs. I mean, that's that's the main reason why a cartel is in the United States is to traffic drugs, I'm assuming.
2: Right, yeah, or, yeah, organized crime. And they are getting organized, but they're here. This was my, actually, this was the first time that I am, that had any engagement with the cartel that's moved into Franklin County. It happened yesterday. They are harassing one of our store owners. Uh, They called me because I, you know, I command the, the Washington guard here, the militia. I go down, the police are there. It turned into a long event. The police did nothing. They didn't identify them. These people have no plates on their cars. Okay. No license plates causing a disturbance. They're from Nicaragua. Now, now it, 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 that's another f- fascinating thing. People think it's the Mexican drug cartels. Well, it, they, don't have to, they don't have to be from Mexico to be a part of the cartel. These people were from Nicaragua. Now, I happen to know a little bit about Nicaragua. So I I, I talked to the police and I said, you know, I can translate for you because I'm fluent in Spanish. And they said, well, we we, do, we can't understand them because they don't speak very good English. Well, that's crap. So I tried to intervene and help the police figure out who these people are and identify them. And the police wanted to have nothing to do with it. In fact, they told me to leave, to walk on down the street. I said, well, first of all, do you know who I am? No. I said, you know I'm licensed by the state of Missouri to protect persons and property, right? No. I said, did you, did you ask me? I said, who are these people? I said did you ask these people why they're in washington missouri causing a problem no we can't do that really i said i noticed protect and serve has been taken off your vehicles so you're no longer protecting and serving the community i said i'm a homeowner and a taxpayer and a licensed investigator and you're not interested no so we, we we've got this covered i said you've got this covered who are these people I said on that one truck that they're driving, there's a Texas plate on the back. Don't you find that strange? You got a bunch of Hispanics in a vehicle <clears throat> with a Texas plate. Did you run the plate? No. Why not? Well, just this is just a, a disturbance call. Really? So anyway, so I took it upon myself to put these characters under surveillance. I know where they I know where they live, I know where they stay, I know who they associate with. And the police do nothing and i also just noticed <clears throat> oh my topic today was going to be about s- school safety because i had a, i have a, i've had a recent issue with school safety but i got i'm sorry i got sidetracked on this cartel stuff cuz that just came up yesterday
1: it's so, very important well the cartel
3: stuff is <laughs> that should be the headline right there and the the thing before you go to the school safety thing is so you, if you can't do anything with the police right there, first of all, I would say that everybody should call Franklin County police and ask them about the incident. For everybody listening Great to point, this show Eric. should call up the police and say, what the hell is going on? If that gets nowhere, then the local media should get involved and that should be brought <laughs> to the attention of two, four and five or us or whoever and start to say Franklin County, it sounds like, um, is condoning cartel traffic down there. Um,
2: Well, it's like when I talk to the police, though, in every jurisdiction, and I'm in constant contact with the police, they all say the same thing. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. What would you
0: like to see see the police do, Colonel?
2: Again, (laughs) uh, it's not a trick question. Well, when I asked the police officer recently... If you have a knife wielding suspect outsider in a school, would you draw your gun and shoot him? And they couldn't answer that. And so that's why I started investigating school safety in the area and come up with some answers to my questions that were unbelievable. So can I get into that about school safety? Sure. The cartel, the cartels is a problem that's coming down the road and it's already here. School safety. So I had some concerned parents come to me and say, would you talk to our school board about school safety? Not, not, this is not in Washington. This is another County. <clears throat> and I said, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do that for you because they have students in the schools. So I go meet before the school board which consisted of three people, uh, the superintendent and the resource officer. Is that, is that what they call them? I, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. What is what is that resource? Out for police officer. No. Well, yeah. Okay. So the police officers in charge security for the schools. Now this, and there was an, uh, I guess an administrator there from the s- superintendent's office. And I said I've got some questions. How many police officers do you have, or security personnel on campus? One. One. I said, well, how many campuses do you have? Four. So. Obviously, this man can be in four places at one time. You have one officer. Yes. Joe, now,
0: Rockwood, what I, Rockwood School oh. District, the largest in the state, I think they have like 17 campuses. We were talking to Ty Dennis about this. He's their head. I think he said there's two of them covering 17 campuses.
2: I said, so, okay. But I had done some research on this system, the school system before I got there. And so I already, I already you never ask questions that you already don't know the answers for. So I know what this resource officer or whatever he is, a security guy. I know what he makes a year. So that is their entire budget to protect four campuses. Now I know how many students they have. Okay. So I did the math. So based on their budget to protect these students, it comes down to $19 and 95 cents a year to protect a child. $19 95 that's it. So I asked, I asked the police officer, I said, uh, what would you do if you had a knife wielding outsider inside a school? Would you draw your weapon and shoot him? Well, I, I don't know. I would have to analyze the situation. What's today analyze? What, what, what you ever heard of a Valdi down in Texas where all them children were slaughtered. Yeah. Think about the horrors that these young children had to suffer in her final moments. They heard them children screaming, and they did nothing. Nothing. So
3: what's the current threat that you see down there? Do you have, like, intelligence or something? Or is it it, they're not
2: prepared? No. They keep telling me the same thing. There's nothing we can do. Really. Nothing we can do. Well, send me in. I mean, there's nothing we can do. $19, this school system that i interviewed, spends $19.95 per student per year for security. Now, that's really sad. That's and, really and, sad. And,
1: and Joe, so, you know, the they, Biden administration, they want to remove resource officers from schools. Yep. They're backtracking.
2: They, they, they want to remove them. But the, the Biden administration likes school shootings.
1: They
2: do. These are they, evil. Yeah, they make a lot evil. of money. Shootings. Yeah, these are these are evil people. We have we have elected officials who are evil. They like it because one, every time there's a school shooting or any kind of shooting whatsoever, it puts one notch on their belt to get rid of our guns.
1: <sighs> yeah,
2: law-abiding citizens defending their families, protecting themselves against the tyrannical governments, and they like it. Is this something that's hey, starting to
3: come into your backyard that you've seen in other parts of the country that you're like, oh, my God, this is finally in Franklin County. It's in Washington, Missouri. Yeah. Is it something that's new to that area? What are you talking about, Eric? No, I'm just saying, I mean, about, I it seems to me like I don't remember. So, so, like, the, oh, hey. There's no there's no threats in school districts around my house. And
2: I'm just wondering. Eric, listen to
1: this.
2: So I asked the superintendent. I said, you're kidding me. and 95 cents. And I said, are your teachers allowed to carry concealed weapons if they're qualified and trained? Oh, no, can't do that. I go, why not? Other districts do it. Oh, because our insurance company won't allow it. So you got some desk jockey in some other state sitting there in a suit telling you you cannot protect your children because of the amount of insurance you have. So, so they've put a price tag on our, our children based on budget. And that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. One says, instead of sending you know, millions
0: the, to Ukraine, it, it, we could have funded security protection for every school. Sure. In
1: that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So
0: it shows I mean, where our this,
1: priorities are.
2: I, well, I, I came up with a new term and I invented this in, 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 in my, the fact checkers out there do not fact check my new term because I come up the other morning and I get up at three o'clock in the morning and I'm doing my little ramping and raving and developing my intel, my intelligence network. And because of the time difference between here and Ukraine, it's, you know, so societal suicide. We, this is a new term that I just developed, is called societal suicide. Hmm. We are committing societal suicide. Now, there's no such phrase. I just made it up. So I, I thought, well, wait a minute, just because I'm so smart, let me, let me, let me Google that. Do not Google societal suicide. And here's why suicide hotline will call you back. Really? Oh
1: yeah. I have no idea.
2: Oh, neither did I. Three the times.
3: times. The term makes Three sense, times. but it couldn't it be more societal murder. Because I don't think that I don't think communities want to be suicided. I think that it's like what you say. It's like you, that people just don't know what they don't know, and they would love their their schools to be protected, but they don't understand, you know, ninety percent of what we're talking about here.
2: We know. We know. We just won't do anything about it.
3: You so you think it's the nothing. parents know that these schools are unsafe and they're unprotected?
2: Well, that's why they came to me and asked me to interview the school board. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, Uvalde never had a problem before, and now all of them children are dead.
1: And that's exactly how it happens, Joe. Just like Eric said that school districts in his area aren't at risk, but just because we don't hear about a threat doesn't mean that a school is not at risk, because it, it, as soon as we are lax on security, that gives another student, another bad actor, a good reason to go into that school.
2: Well, this school system I interviewed is based on budget. Their, their insurance company will not allow them to protect the children. Yeah, we they also have to pay the money. say get another insurance Crazy. company and guess what? It,
0: it, it, you're not going to have a lot more success with other insurance companies either. At least with my experience with no. insurance. Companies. Colonel, Colonel, do you
3: think that people are reaching out to you, the Washington militia because now that police officers aren't doing anything, because school boards aren't doing anything? So you they're literally diverting phone calls from people that used to take care of these problems over to you. Is that is that starting to happen?
2: Well, the police officers didn't have any answers because they say the same thing. When I was when I was in living in Richmond Heights, I would ask the cops, I go, What the hell is going on? He goes, There's nothing we can do. They won't allow us to died. work out that's right defund the police oh that's a that's a really good idea defund the police no we are committing societal suicide yeah. we are destroying i mean Rome, the roman empire did the same thing we we are just lackadaisical attitude don't want to get involved everybody thinks this is going to work them it's going to work itself out no it's not we're going downhill fast every every muster when i get the guard together the, the, the militia I tell tell them, it's hard to believe that this country is in worse shape than it was a month ago. Every day, we go downhill further. We have lost our minds. People do nothing. Nothing. I I just, societal suicide. Don't Google it. I'm telling you right now.
3: You expect to hear this in downtown St. Louis. You do not expect to hear this story about washington missouri
0: well that brings us up to the Uh, point where joe was telling us about the cartel some of our listeners joe were like how can you be so sure it was the cartel and then somebody else said well you said that one of the cars had plates but another one didn't
2: right so there were multiple cars and and how do you know that it's the cartel? the the police released those characters did they ask the right questions nope you like my hat by the way
1: yes
2: every place i go (laughs) That's so, great. off 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 topic, you know, when I go places and I wear this hat, people go, hey, I like your hat. And I go, well, you know, if you don't like my hat, we got nothing to talk about. <laughs> so, so, the police are, are, are hands are tied. They're not allowed to do their job. Let me comment on something else. Did you see on the news the other day that they graduated 13, 13 new police officers from the academy in St. Louis City? 13.
1: It, remember so what it used gradu- to be, the number used to be?
2: Huh. I mean, a minimum of 30 at a time, right? Yes. Now, I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble, and I'm, but I'm going to say it anyway. One of the police officers that graduated from that class was so morbidly obese, they couldn't do their job. Now, I attended the police academy before you guys were even born. I knew the physical challenge it took, and of course I maxed out the physical test. I maxed it, and I trained hard. There's a police officer that graduated in that class. It is so morbidly obese. There's no way in hell they could have passed the physical test, and they graduated 13 police officers. We are, what are we up to now? 256 short police officers. It's around that. Uh,
1: yeah, nearly 300.
2: I think. It, I think. It's, is it nearly 300? Who wants to be a cop? So they ha- they have lowered their standards so far that we have a morbidly obese police officer. Now, how fast do you think they can run somebody down and tackle them? Right. It, it's the same.
1: Joe. It's the same with the military. They are. They have to continue to relax standards and what used to be. It, it, there used to be certain things you had to meet to be a recruit, you know, or to, or to join the military. And that has all changed because we're desperate for people.
2: What? What? Why would, why would they want to participate in something? They can't even do their job. They're, they're I, not allowed to do their job. I look, nobody respects the police more than I do, but they are just their, their hands are tied. The, and it, and it starts at the top. Now, so Who's making these calls that they can't do anything? These police officers, when they had the cartel on the side of the road, and of course I showed up because the public called me and said, oh, by the way, we got some problems out here. Okay, I'll take care of it. The cops did nothing. Okay, let me but ask Joe, you But Joe, I
0: have to ask it again. Okay. The same person's asking me again. They're like, Joe, how do you know it's the cartel? Somebody's continues to say, He's avoiding the question. He's avoiding the question. If that's something you can't talk about, that's fine. I get it. No, no, no. Look,
2: look, you, Vic, you've known me for years. Tabitha, you knew who I am. Eric, I don't know you, okay? So. Which scares me. 53, (laughs) 53, shut up, Eric. 53 years in the intelligence industry, people have paid me a fortune over the years for my opinion. And the people I protected, they were trying to kill. All right. And I protected some people in strange countries, exotic places. These people are cartel. So let me ask you a question. Why are eight Nicaraguans in downtown Washington causing a disturbance? Really? They're not down here to to tour the historic sites. This is cartel. Listen to me. This is cartel. They weren't there trying to join your militia, were they? no they were not <laughs> and when i told them that who i was they couldn't believe it because when i before as, as i was leaving the house and i told my wife where i was going that we got a problem we got we got we got some people downtown causing problems yeah so i go into my museum and i grab adolfo caleros hat mm. which i have okay former president and leader of the Contra rebels and put it on and it says Democrática okay FDN when those guys saw that hat they put two and two together and when I started speaking to them in Spanish they they didn't know what to say all of a sudden they you know, left that if you think they're a threat look I'm I'm telling you the cartels here 53 years experience in the intelligence industry I know these characters they're here.
1: And it makes that's sense why they're here.
2: Is it possible
3: that they that the local police now that I'm I have no idea what I'm talking about but is it possible that the local police are like uh we have no jurisdiction here it's probably better that you just move along because they know that they there is an agency that's on them already that's maybe investigating them that's behind no. the scenes it's like look we we got this covered no. don't worry about it. And did you get that feeling at all?
2: Nobody's investigating anybody no they just they they were more concerned about me leaving than they were these characters now look, wait a minute if I pulled up with a car with no plates and didn't speak English wouldn't wouldn't they continue the questioning about who these characters are but what, what I said did you I asked the cops I said did you ask them why are they're here no we can't do that really now you tell me to walk on down the street and mind my, my own business but you're telling me you can't ask these people who they are and where they came from. I said, did you, did you run that plate on yeah. the back of that one truck from Texas? No. Why not? How you Did you run the VIN number? No. Why not? Well, we can't do that.
3: We so what's the next that. step in all this? Because this is interesting. Uh, nobody wants cartel members within any 100-mile radius of St. Louis proper. That's for sure. And is there anything that you can do from this point forward? Is this a PR thing that you guys have? A marketing thing to get the word out? Hey, there's cartel guys in our backyard. What's the next? But step Eric, you guys- guess
0: what? The cartel for the drugs have been in St. Louis for well over a decade. Well, well identify over. them and Just point not them not out. Just not in you Washington,
1: know? Missouri, which means Fair. they're relocating out further what? into areas where yeah. we, where we live.
2: Well, why why wouldn't they go to urban America? It's right. so, it's, a, it's a soft target. This is a soft target. People don't realize this. They can get away with murder here. It's a soft target. And I when I talked to the vendor, the, the shopkeeper, he said, Uh-oh, we got a problem. Who are these people? I go, Well, don't ask the police because the police don't care. Now you're you're, you're
3: you are locked into your buddies in the in the intelligence world, I guess. Do you ever have a chance to talk to them and say, Hey, I found out some stuff. Can you give me a little info?
2: Well, this just happened yesterday. This, this is a whole new development. This is the first time the cartel has surfaced in Franklin County visibly surfaced. So where this is going to go, I, I have no idea, but
1: Joe, before, the before reason,
2: we... go ahead. I mean, the, I mean the reason that I started the militia here in Franklin County is because I see this coming. I'm yeah. not, you know, nobody pays me to do this. So it's better this that we, my, it's a little, it's an ounce of prevention. So you're saying, saying it's an ounce
3: America. of pre- prevention. We need to prevent what could be coming down the road. It's, it's easier to pick it off now than maybe when it's completely ingrained in the, in the society down there.
2: We need to let our police officers do their job no and question. get qualified people. I mean, the two most underpaid people in the world, other than Tabitha and, and Vic are police officers And our teachers. I mean, what's wrong with us? Suicidal society. I mean, we're, we're we're not, we've lost our minds. Yeah. Now Joe,
1: I want to throw something in there before we had to break. We're, we're going to be going to break soon. We've got time. Oh, perfect. It, because what I'm wondering, and I know a lot of other people are wondering, and I believe I have the answer to this, but I'm hoping you can explain it for everyone else. Mm. Why would a Nicaraguan drug cartel move into Mm. Franklin County, and operate a lot mm-hmm. of people i understand the advantages of that but a lot of other people may not
2: soft or explain that it's soft targets
1: right but and people may not hand- understand what hand- soft target means
2: my wife's handing me notes i don't know what does this say Deanna? what is it passing through oh no so during my course of surveillance yesterday i find them they were they had been at the walmart uh asking for donations for money. Right, of course. So I've then they it. end up yes. so I made the rounds because I made the rounds trying to find where the rest of them were and I found them in a facilities that they're it, it would appear they're renting and the same characters that cause the disturbance downtown were all there. So they're here. They're they they've come in the community but it's about soft targets. They're developing I mean, just, just because they're not Mexicans doesn't mean they're not part of the cartel. The cartel's recruiting all of, of these course. people. Yeah, right.
1: Of course. This and, and, is organized crime. And they know the police is, aren't going to do anything. They have plenty of land out there to take over. It's a central location in the Midwest, you know, very close to major interstates, very easy, you know, interstate for drug trafficking or sex trafficking, for that matter.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, this is organized crime. This this is that, that what, that trilateral organized crime from Central America, they're here. People better be aware of that. And at the same time, the government wants to take your guns. So the government wants to remove the only device that you have. The most important thing that you can have as an honest citizen is a weapon.
3: Even in Washington, Missouri?
2: Yep. What? It is a weapon. Hell, I sleep with a gun.
3: What about what about Highway Patrol? What about uh, talking to some of the representatives out of uh, Jefferson City? They know. I do they know?
0: I
2: guarantee Missouri I, Highway Patrol. Oh, knows.
1: of course.
2: Uh, there is some conversation about organizing a state militia, uh, a legitimate state militia, and I do know I'm on the short list to command the state militia
3: via the, uh, the governor's me. office. Is that uh, through
2: uh, Parson? Yeah. yeah. I'm on huh. the short list. So, and and do do I want the job? No, no, I don't want the job. If I have to do the job, I'll do it. It's they're probably going to end up appointing a person <laughs> that uh, maybe is more politically correct than I am. So I don't I don't think I'm. It's nice to be. And in fact, I'll I'll tell you who mentioned who who actually put me on the list, and that was Mark McCloskey. Makes sense. Matt rakowski has got the governor's ear, and he told me that uh, they, they put me on the list. So
3: is we'll that something we can reach out to that the governor's office? Can we reach out Absolutely. And, and
2: ask the question? Absolutely. Or is it too co for that?
1: Right. What can the people do? I have,
2: I have no. I, I don't. I don't know. Let me no, tell I you I what try happens. and gather. My my political statement is on my hat. And that's about as far as I go.
0: Let me tell you how this works. I worked in local news for 24 years here. How, here's how you get things done or at least bring things more mainstream. You have to act in a polite way, mm-hmm. but a persistent way, meaning day after day after day after day. And you need lots of people in a coordinated effort to contact your politicians, to contact us, to make calls of that nature, yeah. to get interviews like we're doing with Colonel Joe. We're doing the interview. We're doing our part. We're trying to keep everybody one step ahead, which is what this show has always been about, not just regurgitating what you hear on a national scene. And if there's one thing I know about Joe, and a lot of people may not know about Joe, the last thing he wants to do is be in a situation like this. Joe has had a career of training armies to deal with governments to get people going. Does that mean Joe continues to still want to do this? No, John, I'm sure you'd love to be able to sit down, try to teach your dog to actually uh, obey your commands for once in your life, have a coffee, enjoy the life that you have left because you always tell us you're not going to be around for long and things aren't getting any better. So with that being said, some people may think that you're going overboard. I don't think you are. And people also need to understand that they need to take an active role, and that's how you take an active role, by letting people know. Oh,
3: my God, if there is cartel in Franklin County, that's the big story of the day. If there's is there's cartel, like Tabitha said, sex trafficking and drugs, those are the two big boys. There's then,
1: there's cartel in Columbia, Missouri. Then,
0: then at least every major city in America. Has what cartel.
3: about St. Charles? Is there is there um yes. is there
0: cartel in St. Charles? Yes. Colonel?
2: Absolutely. Is there really? Absolutely. I didn't know that. It's news to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> let me let me let me tell you about the okay. There's people this there. is another there's
0: money to team hear- with drugs. Eric, look at Eric, look at the fentanyl
2: problem.
1: Highway 70 here, right through St. Charles.
2: There's another another topic that we should address before you kick me off the air. Okay. Gun shows, gun shows, gun shows. Now this is, it's it's hard to say that a gun show is a family event because you mentioned guns. Gun show. I've been going to gun shows for 50 years. All right. The gun shows have changed, have changed. Every gun show I go to now with my friends, there is an altercation, physical altercation, fights break out. Did you just see what happened in Kentucky? Where a gunfight broke out at the gun show and they've banned now the the gun shows in in that town?
1: That's crazy.
2: The element, the, the criminal element. So I was part of a... Sting operation with ATF that stopped gun trafficking to North County and St. Louis. And I take credit for it. I don't care. People can know. When I found out who was running guns to North County to the gangbangers, I went to the ATF. Eventually the ATF took them off. We stopped it. These guys bragged about selling guns to criminals. Well, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put up with that. I mean, that's just Sacrilegious. So the gun show atmosphere has changed. Every gun show now fights break out, guns break out, and guns are stolen. I've got a, I, I did not witness this, but I, I had a gun dealer come to me and say, three got, no, a guy stole three AR 15s and ran out the back door of the gun show and got away. Now, what do you think he's going to do with them guns? Every gun show, there's thefts now. People come in, cause diversions, and steal guns. We got a problem.
1: That's a big problem. So,
2: oh no, this this is the criminal element now has entered the gun shows, on our stealing guns, right and left. Every so how, show. How, do we, how then, do we
1: fix that? I assume that we have to hire security. I, to I um, have I have the I have
2: the solution. I have the solution, and I'm, I'm implementing it. In March, the last time I did your show, I talked about February. There's an incident. Ha- there's there's something coming in, in yeah, February. I remember. In, and now it's not going to be in February. It's going to be in March.
3: Ooh. And
2: uh, I'll, I'll if you want to be back on your show, I'll announce that. Yes. Well, okay give it prior, a little? A week, a, week, a week prior to the show. No. Oh no! I'm putting a stop to this gun theft. I'm putting a stop to it. Period.
0: Yeah, that's, I'm not having Joe go on there. on a regular
2: basis right now because I know a that's, lot of that's know not, not right. going to happen in Franklin County. You know, I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm not, I'm not out here. I'm not out here. I'm not out here playing wet towels. Okay. This is serious. My wife <laughs> grab ass Eric. <laughs> I, I <got> you, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing wet towels. I've had it. That's it. I'm the line but in there, the sand. And
3: if you, period. can, clean, if you, if there, if that's going on in Franklin County, you, there's hope to clean it up all over the place. You could serve as a If template. you have a Joe exactly. in every county. Well, but see, you don't. You don't have a Joe in every county.
1: And that's why he moved to Washington County yeah. to take care of his family, take care of the folks out there. Yeah. And, it, you know, mm-hmm. he'll be stretching himself pretty thin if he's working around the country. You know,
2: I, had, I had to develop a defensive posture. when I And you know where I lived. I lived in one of the most exclusive houses in St. Louis. And when Ferguson blew up, who did they all come to to protect the community? Me. And I did. And, w- and in my subdivision that I lived in, scathed any kind of problems because of what I did. I brought my team in, secured the community. Um, uh, the police come to my house during Ferguson and said, uh, we understand that you're, you're taking care of this community. I go, that's right. And they go, thank you. We have one less problem to deal with. Take care of it. I go, I got this. It seems the like it's not it's oh,
3: do you feel like it's not politi- it's not politically the correct anymore? To... Say again. No, I'm just wondering, does it seem like it's not politically correct to protect yourself? You know, because you bring up right. Ferguson and you're like, Okay, well, I'm gonna be bringing out the big guns myself to protect this community. Doesn't mm-hmm. it feel like it's not politically correct to protect yourself? Well, like it's like it's oh, that's racist or that's okay. something it, there's a pushback against it.
2: Oh, during the Obama administration, when I was working with Border Patrol, every time we had an engagement out there, the Border Patrol investigators would come up and said, "They, Colonel, we're sorry, but we're here to make a case on you. We're here to stop you. Hmm. So you've got to be kidding me. He said, we're just doing our job. What took place? Was there gun action? Was there firing? Did you detain them? Did you stop them in the Northern Travel? I mean, they sent... An investigative team. Every time we engage the cartel to investigate me and how I handled the situation, that's During a criminal call. Societal oh, suicide. Yeah. Yep. Societal suicide. Brutal. Don't do. Don't Google that. I'm telling you. Do not Google societal you cr- suicide. you get a phone call from some <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> which no, no. Which is no. Which
0: no. I'm glad to hear that. That's a good thing because we have a lot of mental health problems and people who need help. So <laughs> that I'm glad to hear. That there's help like yeah. that. that Eric, you, hey Eric,
2: hey Eric. Yeah. You, 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 go ahead. You go ahead and Google it. No, you, no, no yeah, I'm fine. But I'm I'm feel, I
3: feel pretty good about myself right now. I don't need that that <laughs> help. <laughs> I want to come down there. I'm every time you get on the air with us. I'm, oh. I'm just Eric.
0: I'm, we're planning a shooting oh, day. With Colonel Joe? That we're going to videotape. Nice, Scott. You, myself, Literally. Tab. We're taking a field trip. We're going to videotape a shooting. Mm-hmm and uh in the grounds if, love, or whatever love colonel will let us show with the militia yeah
2: uh, you know how i spent yesterday evening after i got off surveillance on the cartel i came home and started up my tank i want to make yeah. sure everything was a diesel
3: so in the, in the moment, I,
2: like, I love it what are you doing in the garage i said i'm warming up the tank she goes uh-oh <laughs> uh-oh why are you warming up the tank yeah i said for the appropriate reason yeah
1: I'm surprised the government hasn't asked you to send it to Ukraine because I think we're out of, we're out of weapons to send. No more
2: Shermans. (laughs) (laughs) Social suicide. I'm telling you. Yeah.
0: Uh, Colonel, we appreciate you taking time to join us again this morning. We are going to make this more of a regular thing. You have a lot of fans. We appreciate you uh, letting us know about what you see happening in Franklin County. Um, I know that uh, nobody knows more about what the cartel is than you in this country after you worked the border for 12 years. We didn't tell people if they're new listeners and viewers that uh, you were part of the best force the country's ever had at the border yeah. for 12 years, yeah. saving thousands and thousands of women's lives, kids' lives being trafficked, trafficked, and of yeah. course, had a million-dollar hit on your head from the cartels at one point in time.
3: And Colonel, yeah. I ask you this question right now because I've had two texts now. Are, are you serious about us calling up the Franklin County Police Department and and doing some citizen recon on cartels
0: in that Why not? area. Why not? Okay. Why not? All right. Yeah. I'm just glad that our I mean, friend
2: Mark introduced you to we, me many years ago. Okay. We had the police chief we had the police chief on on the phone yesterday going, "What the hell is going on?" Okay. What the hell is going on?
1: Before before well, we get too going. far, Joe, I want to throw this out there because every single time you're on, people ask, "How can I get a hold of Colonel Joe Adams?" how do I join the Washington guard and people can email you at Washington guard nine, the number nine, Washington guard nine at gmail.com.
2: Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, administration will get back to them because we, we uh we have gotten huge Okay. for, yeah. all, for all the wrong reasons. Okay. okay? I'm not, like I can say I'm not playing wet towels. So, and I'm, and I'm sorry about being all over the board today about school shootings and all these other things, but there's so much going on. They kind of coincide, Colonel.
1: Oh, it's all great information.
2: Well, I got the tank warmed up, so we're ready to rock and roll. That sounds good,
0: baby. That's our tagline for today. Colonel Joe Adams, uh, the Washington Guard. Tabitha just told you how you can learn more about it, uh, Washington County Guard. Um, we appreciate you joining us. We'll check back in with you next week, my friend. Thanks again Keep us posted. You are free to, you are free to go. <laughs> amen brother and he's out that's how, an, that's how an interview needs to end exactly. just like that
1: like like breaking well, the job. huddle
0: <laughs> ready
1: break. break i i love joe i try not to even ask too many questions because i just want to hear him roll with it Who he's knew fantastic knew there was-
3: who knew there was the nicaraguan i can't even say cartel eric, in st
0: charles missouri if we had more time,
1: we would blow your mind i don't need when, where the cartel blowing anymore. infiltrated no, that's why i right love this here show
0: in that's eric yeah. that's why i love this show that's what we try to do is do things that other media aren't doing be ahead of the game yeah. not follow the puck go where the puck isn't as wayne gretzky said yeah true story i think we're doing a pretty good job of it appreciate everybody joining us once again CancelTheshow.com. pick your platform to stream on but share the show, share the show, share the show. Let people know what we're doing. Canceltheshow.com. Uh, all of our original content there. You're not going to find that anywhere else. It's right there on our site. You can go back and check out the full interview if you're joining late as well. And, of course, spread the word. Sabbath Tabitha always says, spread the truth faster than they.
1: Spread the lies. Oh, I like that. We're going we to have it. that on a T-shirt soon.
0: We've got a lot of things on T-shirts. Man, our creative sessions just, man, there's about a million things that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Eric is one of the most creative guys ever. Eric, I'm giving you that. She's killed kicking my ass lately over there. Look at her. No, though. no, no. I agree. Mm-hmm.
1: You are a. Very creative. The Eric person. really is.
0: He really, Eric, it's, it's, it's our day to like compliment you and go throw on, compliments go on. Over.
1: It's Eric's day. Oh, stop. Go You're on. A
0: sweet man. <laughs> you look great in a wig.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and hey, were you at Walgreens last night? I wasn't. Oh, I thought for what? sure I saw you in at a oh, that,
0: that was Kevin Bacon.
1: I'm glad it wasn't you because I was going to sneak up behind this guy in the parking lot. Thank God I didn't do
0: it. Oh, we'd have another Tabitha drama. Oh, I know. Story. It
1: would be amazing. <laughs> Damn it. Look, just oh. like you. Um, uh, Hey,
0: this great show continues on. Uh, coming up at the end of our, eh, eh, probably the start of the 9 o'clock hour, Bill Brown, former member of SEAL Team 8, joining us, want to talk about a veteran, a hero, just as we talk about Colonel Joe Adams, what this guy's doing to raise money for veterans is a unmatched. As Tabitha says, he fights for freedom, whatever that means. I think I get the gist. We'll talk to him or you won't want to miss that interview, but we got a passionate start to the show this morning. We're going to go back to that as well. What the hell's going on with Republicans in the yeah. house? Who's the next speaker going to be? Does it matter? Is everything already taken care of? Uh, Pope Benedict's funerals today as well, and I'm so I just I'm so damn angry at Corey Bush. I'm finally letting loose on it for her ripping a successful representative in Congress, Byron Donald, calling him a prop because yep. he's black, successful, intelligent. Oh, and by the way, he doesn't agree with Corey, so Corey's going to rip him.
3: It is disrespectful.
0: I mean, there is no more needs to be brought against Corey Bush for being this. I mean, it, it's it's despicable be, despicable behavior, and others who agree with Corey Bush and saying the same thing against him, and that's what's racist and prejudiced. Sad, Jeez, sad, sad, sad. Just because Byron Donalds is the new star on the Republican Party happens to be a black man. Has nothing to do with this color of his skin. He Makes could some, win this thing. Who knows? He could win this I thing. I like John. He could win this thing. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. Let's have some fun. Uncancel this. Eric Johnson, Tab of the House on Big Faust. Scotty Gerken on the boards and the music. I love this music, Scott. It's that gets me going. I love it. hey guys welcome back to cancel this i'm vic faust with Tap of the hassle eric johnson scotty gherkin cancel the show.com once again cancel the show.com we love the fact that you watch and it doesn't matter what platform you're on but we would really like you to follow and like us on youtube and rumble if you're a facebook person and vice versa so that we get you on all the platforms and when you share the show share it share it on all the platforms that's how we continue to get as big as we possibly can bringing you the best stories that we try to do being ahead of the game, sharing the truth faster than they spread the lies, as Tabitha likes yeah, to say. It's, it's,
3: That's it's, right. This is a this media. So I've always been fascinating with broadcasting, but this medium is is going to be huge. Look at me; I sound like a am really old now. But you're going to be able to see, hear us in your car in the push of a button pretty soon. Yeah. I've seen the technology. XM and Sirius is coming out with this thing for podcasters for podcasting, and basically you hit a button, you search it, and boom, you're listening to us in the radio. And that is, that's awesome. That means terrestrial radio. We always talk Dad. about, we always talk about terrestrial radio, what comes over the airwaves, it being dead. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. It's people, a lot of people I've been are still in their cars. This. I've been telling
2: you this. Yeah. For
3: a while. But, but apparently there's, you know, there's new manufacturers coming out with these radios. They're like, you know, yeah, fine. You can have terrestrial radio, radio all you want, but. You know,
0: well, we shouldn't say it's dead. We should just say there's another option that can compete with it. Yeah.
3: Right. God, when I came up, when I came up through the ranks, I was at this place called KGRAM, Se- Seattle, Washington, sports talk radio, and you would have three hundred thousand people a day
0: listening to your damn show. Those that audience is gone. Yeah, it was the same thing with local TV. As gone.
1: Might as well. Yeah. Everything's changing.
0: Um, but I'm glad we're doing what we're doing, and we're glad that you guys continue to share the show. Hey, coming up at nine o'clock, we're gonna talk to Bill Brown, former member of SEAL teammate. You won't want to miss that interview. You want to talk about a badass who cares, who puts all of his efforts into helping um, veterans. Um, It's, it's bill and we can't wait to talk to him about all the things that he has going on, the state of the country. um, Maybe we ask him about that societal suicide. that Colonel Joe Adams talks about as well. See what he feels about that. And of course, how people should stay safe or trying to stay safe in this day and age. A couple of big stories. We're going to talk about what's happening with the Idaho murders, Uh, Because that is uh, it's a massive story that continues uh, to now shed new levels of what happened, what's going on, um, just some bizarre incidents. And of course, it has people's attention. Um, And then, of course, uh, what happens today? Um, We were trying to do predictions on what happens with the Republican Speaker of the House seat. Tabitha, you said now Kevin McCarthy has gone back to the twenty.
1: He has, he's, he's gone back to his 20, the 20 Republicans house members that are opposing Kevin McCarthy, as speaker. He has gone back. He's having talks with them again. He's trying to negotiate with them and we'll see what the outcome of that is. You know,
3: at this point, and I'd love to hear Tabitha's take on this. I think Vic probably feels the same as I do, but at this point, why doesn't Kevin just capitulate to everything they want? Say, fine, you want to be able to take me out with one vote? Get, you still have to vote the whole Congress, but you want to, you want one person to be able to rise up? Okay, fine. You want, um, what were some of the other term limits? We can work on that. Do you want this? Uh, I know you probably don't trust me, but we got to get the business going here and just capitulate across the board to everything they want. He's not what, going to do that. What, is he, what does he have to lose? Because he has everything to Every, lose. He, ha- he, Eric, he, has he has everything, everything to, to lose.
1: lose. You have to remember that, we talk about the Republican Party being divided, and that is because they have very different ideals of what they want to happen. And some of the things that we see right now that we don't like open borders, all of this money to going to Ukraine. All of this money in the let's just say the omnibus bill, one point seven trillion dollars, and all the ridiculous stuff. We
3: know that already. That we, to- we know well, all I, that stuff. Well,
1: you, I know, but you told me to explain. I know, but I'm
3: trying to move on to new topics, new things. I and just well, at well, this you, point, no, I, no, no, no. We ha- Do you think that everybody? I guess my you question. Just to you just asked me
1: a question. I'm answering your question. I know, but my question. Do I not to get you, to answer your you question? You Do but
3: answer this first. Do you think that everyone in that in that house chamber that's a Republican they don't feel the same about everything across the board. And I don't know. I'm I was asking. trying
1: to tell you that but you stopped me.
3: Okay, well then continue where Thank you were.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Eric. No, it so the Republicans are divided. One half of the Republicans or, yes, or yes. they want what McCarthy wants, which is a sta- uh, what the establishment wants, which is very similar to what the Democrats want. What's it? Open borders to some oh, degree. Oh, they do. To some degree. That's
3: breaking news. Well, That's it's not breaking, breaking news. news.
1: We've been talking about this. I didn't this. know
3: Republicans wanted open borders.
1: We've been t- not open borders to the degree that they are, but they're not going to go out on a limb to close the borders. Why not? Because well, most of them opposed Trump's border wall. The A lot of the establishment, establishment Republicans, opposed the border wall. They fought against it. Okay, this is breaking established- news
3: because I didn't know that. Now I'm on your side all of a sudden.
1: The, well, we talked about this yesterday. The establishment Republicans, they sign off on the omnibus bill. They sign off on funding no, only going nine, to Ukraine. Only
0: nine of them. Still. Okay. Well, you, but you you like to dramatic.
1: No. It's so dramatic.
0: But, no, there's nine of them that but, did
1: it. But, okay, th- that's, that's, but small, that's because of the Speaker of the House. The Speaker is such an important role, as we saw with Nancy Pelosi. So even if there's nine of them signing off, even if there's 12 of them signing off, we have to fight that every step of the way. And these 20 Republicans who are standing up are telling Kevin McCarthy, we want closed borders. We want term limits we want to stop these the money going to ukraine we want to stop aiding other countries we want america if, first. I, if,
3: if, if kevin really wants open borders then why don't a few democrats vote for him and say you know what you know they might McCart- he's you know, asking Kevin's democrats better, to vote for him better than the guys they want to
0: bring in that's why what, don't
3: the democrats he,
1: vote this him is in? what swayed Vic's opinion today yeah because democrats may he was caught yesterday side with him
0: he was yeah. caught when it became a pride issue, because you know, Eric, you go in on an argument or you go all in on something and then you realize, Oh man, I've given so much time, so much effort, so much emotion. And, but then you start to think that, Oh crap, this isn't going to work out for me. Yeah, You know, most people don't just go give They're like, I got to invest more because yeah. I can't give up. Look Boy, at everything I've done already. I found Nancy Pelosi. I She's literally- loving. The, oh, she was dude yesterday. She was, this is make, this is why, I hate what the 20 have done because it pushes her up on a pedestal yeah. as if what she did as house speaker was marvelous. Dude. She was able to keep Democrats together. Republicans can't keep together, which is why you see a more, more stability with the democratic party than you do with the Republicans. But that's why if, the I was, and that's if I was, that's what I don't if, like. If I was Nancy right
3: now, if, just knowing what you what this Tab- all needs to be taken just,
0: care of behind scenes. Just
3: whatever Tabitha just told us, everybody. If I was Nancy Pelosi right now, I'd say we need eight members to vote for McCarthy right now because we could throw a monkey wrench in this entire thing, saying this is a bipartisan speaker and this guy wants open. He's a, not a, bipartisan. A no, but no,
0: but he said but what he's
3: saying. You so you would rather have a freedom caucus guy come in and ultimately win this thing because they just couldn't get Kevin through.
0: Or if they're not going to get a Freedom Caucus or, guy in, though. Or That's if you, just it.
3: Or if you get Nancy Pelosi to go in there, you know that Kevin is in the back pocket, according to Tabitha Hassle of Mitch McConnell, who, by the way, was on camera yesterday with Biden at some event. He
1: has been many times. So,
3: I mean... And with
1: Zelensky. So think about that for
3: a second. Nancy could go, we could screw the whole thing up and make the American people think that it's a bipartisan speaker that which would be just a kiss, of, that, death. It would a kiss of death. Doesn't that tell you something?
1: Doesn't that tell you something that the Democrats want McCarthy in that seat? That tells me everything I need to know. And Vic, to your point, remember yesterday when I explained to you guys what happened to the Democrat Party. It's easy to say yes, they are united and they've had a put up a united front, but in the meantime, they lost their party under Pelosi's watch. The Democrats lost their party oh now they point. are the progressive liberal party they are no longer the democrat party democrats i would no longer have a home
0: i wouldn't go that far
1: ask a blue dog democrat old school democrat the democrat party is completely changed no, because if you, no, no. The squad, if you ask the squad hold tabitha hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. the squad doesn't feel as if they're getting we don't, a I don't lot have of to what,
1: ask no the squad
0: will tell you they're not getting what they want
1: i see they're they're a
0: loud voice the total Democratic Party has not been lost.
1: Yes, it has.
0: It's if it's been lost, and the Republican Party has been lost. There's no difference. I'm, uh,
3: let me respond to Facebook. I am not saying anything about this. Is what I want. Status quo. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm saying you uh, and from, I never said from that. a strategic point of view. Correct. They're never going to get Jeffries through. That is never going to happen. Sorry. Period. Discussion over. But that's not going to happen. But you could see the. The not, the not AOC, but you could see the more moderate faction of the Democrats voting for Kevin to get him through, to know that he's willing to work on these infrastructure But he things. says he's
1: not willing to work on it. Tabitha, That's why they're not voting for him because he said he's not willing to work on it. He's going back. Is he's he willing to keep the
3: border open?
1: I don't know what is all he, you just, now.
3: Now, now hold on. are. You're my professor over here. I'm listening to you <laughs> intently. Well, if you I'm wanna... trying to make, I'm trying to analyze this via what you say. Well, so, I, I would, I'm which trying, one is it? Does he want I'm the border open or not? Does he want the border open or not?
1: I don't know specifically what he wants. All I know is these 20 Republicans that stood up said, we proposed strict border security. We proposed term limits. We proposed all of these different things that we as Americans want. And I think the majority of Americans do want these things. And he said no. So, this
3: works two ways. The Democrats can't get Jeffrey through. The Republicans can't get McCarthy through. Not yet. So, so the, the option, so the only option. So the option. So the only option for the entire House is to bring in someone who's more conservative than McCarthy. So why don't the Democrats just okay. vote for him? Right. I'm. That is the thing and that's I, going in my I, mind right I, now. Can I blow
0: your mind too? Go ahead. On something else. Sure. Jeffrey, so you speak of. This is awesome. You can't make this stuff up. Yeah. Jeffries was also a Democrat, who questioned the election oh, what,
1: but not for, for not for donald trump though no no exactly. no but but
0: many elections prior i'm he, sure that wondering Stacey abrams was a no that wondering right. if yeah the elections were actually legit back like if when voting trump
1: won, won he questioned the election he was an election denier back then yeah it, which is
0: that blows my mind
1: It doesn't blow my mind because he probably knows, like the rest of us do, that elections are fraud, although he was on the wrong side of it. Yes,
0: but you don't get it mainstream. Typically. But he did say that
1: there was an
3: issue with voting. So what you're saying, Tabitha, to break down is that. Kevin McCarthy pretty much ideologically thinks the same things as the Freedom he's Caucus.
1: He's a rhino. No, he doesn't. No, he's the opposite of the Freedom Caucus. The opposite of the Freedom so, Caucus. So
3: he's the opposite of the Freedom These Caucus. These 20
1: folks standing up are members. Some of them are members of the Freedom Caucus. He's the opposite. He's establishment. So if the Democrats, came in, so if the Democrats
3: came in and said, we'll vote for you, but you're not going to do a committee on Hunter Biden. You're not going to do this in the could happen. Committee. That could, you're not going to do term it limits. Could happen. And by 12 o'clock today, we'll vote for you. It and, could
1: legitimately happened that's
3: that, now we, my mind's blown there you go Before we
1: get too far i want to backtrack because i didn't get to finish what i was talking about with this okay in regards to the democrat party yeah. because vic you said the democrat party has not been lost but let me remind no everyone much, no,
0: no more than the
1: republican party's been lost okay it. well the republican party it, it, it's always for the most part been establishment the gop has always been establishment we are trying our hardest trying our hardest to get folks like these Freedom Caucus House members into these bigger positions so they can actually be America first. Trump changed things. Before Trump, it was all establishment. I'm going to go back
0: to this. Well, Jay Saunders says, Tabitha, if you think the 20 are all about the people, you're fooling yourself.
1: Well- that's what you can say, but that's how I feel.
0: I'm going to go yeah. back. And, to this and
1: if, if you have, I'm going to go back before to this before you do. Can I talk about Democrats for one second? Oh, Be- please, because
0: my favorite topic.
1: When you were talking about Democrats, Vic, <laughs> about their party not changing, I want everyone to remember where we are. I didn't say it's
0: not changing
1: as a country about their party being lost because right now the
0: party's no more lost than the Republican party.
1: in schools across this country. We have little boys, big boys, going into girls' bathrooms, going into girls' locker rooms playing on girls' sports, and if a school does not allow boys, some of these being 18 years old, going into school locker rooms, going into school bathrooms, they lose their Title IX funding. We have so many ridiculous, ridiculous far-left liberal policies taking hold in this country and that would have never happened under the old school Democrats. Yeah, that's, well, that's never one would example, that have but there's also
0: things Many from examples. both parties, Tabitha, where you have to, this is what politics has become. You don't like it, but it's a reality and you have to deal with what it. Here's hap- the problem. What is You what have both Republican parties having to accept things okay. that you don't like because once again, there are two parties. There's things that you you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I tell you this all the time. There are things you like. There are things you don't like. There are things you like with your party. there's are things you don't like with your party, but it's all part of the freaking game that's put there. The rules have been put in place. I'm going to go back one more time. This is day two of class. The Democrats in the last election cycle,
3: basically there was the same thing. The squad was no different than the freedom caucus. No different. Everybody. The, you, what, hold on. What, let me not,
1: understand.
3: Turn your mic off. Cause I got it. I got to keep my mind, my thoughts straight keep because my OCD will go crazy. Um, you, Here's the deal. The, the, the Freedom Caucus co- or the uh, Squad went in there, and everyone else in that room was Blue Dog Democrats from Ohio and not uh, Illinois and Michigan and whatever. And all of a sudden, these very radical people come in with radical policies. AOC wants to shut down the cops, and they want to bring in all the people across the border. Blah blah blah. Nancy Pelosi is an elitist Democrat. That's what she was. She didn't want to do these dumbass policies, but that's what pushed the Democrats, that was the energy. That was the battery underneath them. That was the base. She didn't have a choice. That was the base, the ones that wanted to vote for everything. They were the Bernie Sanders supporters, blah, blah, blah. If Kevin McCarthy gets through, the people pushing underneath him will not be the moderate Republicans. It will be the Freedom Caucus members are pushing through their agendas no that's wrong and kevin will capitulate one way or another because it will be in the media all and that's on top of that those are the people that will get out and vote in the next election and they know it
1: okay but that's wrong they know it that's all wrong i get right how do you
3: think it's all wrong
1: because that's that's what this is all about is that he says he will not so you think that he's not cater to these people he He will not Cater to these what do you people. mean he won't cater? He, he will, will not cater to every it.
3: member in the in the damn chamber. No,
1: he won't. He's going to. Ha- He's a McConnell guy. He's a Paul Ryan guy. He's an establishment guy. He is going to follow establishment policies. Establishment policies are not America first policies. Uh, establishment policies are politician first policies. Well, they're not about me, America. He
0: showed me his pride yesterday, Eric, and I can't imagine this guy's going to forget the embarrassment he has felt that the hands. If of that, the if
1: what
3: you said is true, Vic. If
0: you hear, if there is a open this guy mic. guy has been So there was an open mic that said, what, yeah, what happened? Uh, him, their word got back out that he was looking for demo- the possibility of Democratic support to make this happen.
3: That's a death nail.
0: Hell yeah, it is. I didn't
3: hear it, and I haven't heard it. So that's but if, why if, I, that's if that why did, it's like, a death done. nail.
0: I'm done. That's a death The nail. other part of that, he's not going to forget what the 20 have done. He has been absolutely embarrassed. The first person in over 100 years— To not be voted in. And then five times, five times, he's an embarrassment. The Republican Party's an embarrassment right now. And now they're trying to lick their wounds and see what can happen. And for those people who do watch any sort of national media, they'll see what an embarrassment the Republican Party is. And I hear what
3: you're saying, and I'm going to go to Tabitha's side for a second. Yes, they are an embarrassment. This is embarrassing. I, but, I, I but, don't think
1: it's embarrassing at all. I am so proud well, of I'm, these I'm talking 20 people. So proud Tabitha would
0: rather have chaos, and that's it's fine. It's not
1: chaos. It's, it's called chaos. standing up for go, your no, country. I'm yes, on yes. your freedom, side for a second. Freedom isn't easy, they're and it's same, not comfortable.
0: They're the same thing, Tabitha. Chaos and standing up a lot of times are linked.
1: It can be, yes. So
0: I say it like this. This is definitely, If you have never seen this if, before. It,
3: if, if me looking at this as a political observer think this is embarrassing or anyone that's watching that's not into politics says this is embarrassing. There is something that a lot of people have been saying not for, not for 10 years, but more like 40 years that the system is busted. And now it's about time. In a good way. Now it's about time someone did something about it. If you can take anything away from it that's not embarrassing, maybe it is the Republicans going, you guys have been telling us that Washington's broke and we're trying to fix it now. Maybe that's the only takeaway from all of this. Washington
1: is broke, and these people are heroes. They're heroes because freedom, Eric, it's not easy. It's not comfortable. And Vic, to your point, yes, you are right. And I'm sorry. It is chaos sometimes. And we have to go through this uncomfortable stage. Maybe we have to blow the party completely apart. And had the Democrats do that, did that, maybe they would be holding on to their spot right now instead of catering to the Bernie Sanders people. And the only reason why the Democrat Party is catering to the Bernie Sanders people, Pelosi's not, she's not a socialist. She had to cater to those people because if she didn't cater to those people, if they didn't agree to what the narratives those Bernie Sanders supporters wanted, Joe Biden would have never won because Bernie Sanders supporters, they're the ones who went to the poll locations. They're the ones who cheated. They're the ones on 2000 mules, putting all the (laughs) ballots in the ballot boxes. And they have said publicly, we cheated. We won this election for you. You have to follow our narratives. That's what happened. That's why the Democrat lost their party. We have to change things on the Republican party. We know what America first is like now, and we have to hold on to that. The
0: issue that we have with this Republican situation is if they can come together out of this, then it's not embarrassing. My issue I is don't there's no it be embarrassing th- my issue is the reason why it's embarrassing is because there's a rift, and if you can't get past the rift, then that crack stays there. And I don't see how anytime soon, that that rift gets repaired. Now, I know each day can bring a new possibility of hope. Does it
1: matter to you that, to, it's, that there's me, a rift? You never let me finish. I'm sorry.
0: You have to, and if they can replace the window with the cracks in it with a brand new one, fantastic. But it's not going to happen anytime soon. And the fact that Democrats can rally independence right now. Look, the Republicans are a party that is, they're a, ra- they're a mess. They can't even figure out, they can't even elect their own damn speaker because they got 20 renegades out there running roughshod over everybody else saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. I hate hearing, seeing any of that. And Nancy Pelosi being put up as if she was the best speaker of the house we've ever had, because in the midst of certain factions wanting their side, heard, like the AOCs and the squad, she still managed to keep everybody in line. And she held that position for a long time. And guess what? The Republicans are doing this, and there's no guarantee that after the next election that they'll even have power in the in the in the House to do what they're doing. And and, And then you just have another party that's all over the place Eh. because we've got. And who's to say there's not going to be another twenty that want this, and another twenty that want that, and then you have even more splinters in in the faction. You're
3: seeing you're tearing all apart. You're seeing the seedling and then the
0: democrats the, just continue the power.
3: You're seeing the seedling Not of true. what what the Cory Bushes are of the world. You see Cory Bush latching on to the AOCs. You're seeing the seedlings of the Republican Party doing the same thing. You're seeing this very loud outspoken young group of conservatives that have had enough of this woke culture and they're really the ones that are energized. So they get a chance now. They're they were on the bat, in the batter's circle. Now they're on now they're at the plate. This is what they're doing. To rectify themselves. That's their voice now. The the old generation of Republicans is on its way out. Not in the Senate so much, but definitely in the House of Representatives. So you gotta let them go through their paces right now. And these people do not trust Kevin McCarthy for whatever reason. They just don't think that he's gonna bring the high heat to the table. So you gotta let them go through their paces. But at a certain point, they gotta, it's a balancing act, and they gotta start to think. If you capitulate everything we want, then you got to vote for him. But we're winning, Eric, all of us we're on winning. this show
0: want the same thing.
3: And that's why I asked Tabitha if, if they were to all go to Denny's <laughs> and talk about the things that they wanted as a Republican party, would Kevin McCarthy not want the exact same things? And Tabitha he doesn't just, want the and same Tabitha things. told me 10 minutes ago. No, he wants open borders. He, I'm like, what?
1: He, so that's he news to me. He does not that, want to agree to the border proposal that they sent through. And I looked at the border proposal last night. They want to bring back Trump-era border security. And he said, no, he will not agree to that. And why? You'll have to ask Kevin McCarthy. I don't know why. Well, then
3: those are the questions. While they take these 24-hour hiatuses, say, Kevin, we would like you to come on Fox News and explain (laughs) yourself.
0: I love being called I just like that. Waffle House is better. I agree. McCarthy is like a wet blanket. You two, us, Eric, are rhinos. You'd rather keep things status. <laughs> That's not
3: true at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I would love to blow the no. whole system up to be honest Eric with you winning. and start over. But at the same time, you can't do that. We're not
0: winning.
1: Yes, we are. We, I wish we, we were are, winning. Vic, we are winning. We are winning. It, it's slow and it's a small process, but we are winning because you know what? If these 20 folks succeed... That is a huge battle won for us. Yeah, well, I us remember the Tea Party for once, America and everybody first.
0: thought the Tea Party these was These people waiting. are the Tea Party. And then they disappeared. They didn't disappear. T- yeah, they are in the Freedom Caucus now. No. They're,
1: yes, they are. The Tea Party. It's not the
0: exact same No, it thing. is. It's the
1: same people. A, the, the people that were in the Tea the Party. Tea Party went away. They didn't go away. And then they had
0: to have a new name, and that's why they gave themselves a new name.
1: The Tea Party, some of the members of the Tea Party. Some, a are in the Freedom Caucus. You make these
0: big generalizations with a couple people. It's not the exact same thing.
1: No, but the Freedom Caucus is made up of a lot of different types of people, but they all have one common goal. And well, that is well, yeah, America can, first. We can
0: philosophize anything that we want to to but mean the Tea what party we didn't want go away to try to make
1: it. They're still out there.
0: It, it's not the same, Tabitha.
1: Well, they evolved just like other groups it, and they evolved. disappeared
0: for a long yeah. time. They didn't have the power, the fight, the will that we thought they would have had at the time. They disappeared. They made a version the media of them. made them disappear. Uh, wh- wh- whatever, they disappeared. It's a fact. Now they may be coming back in 20 of them in this status, which is, hey, if it changes things, great. Right now, it's
1: not does. Let's hope and pray it does. Yeah, right now it, does. Yeah, right now, it does, does not look good. Because we have to put everything we have into these 20 folks winning this battle. Because if we don't, our country's already lost. And we're in a, a point right now of no return. We have to start taking battles and victories where we can get them. And these people are standing up for us. They're standing up for border security, for term limits, for for against these omnibus bills. All the things that we shout about every day that we want and need.
0: I'm, I just, I have to believe, you want me to believe what you say, right? That I should?
1: I hope that you... Believe that these twenty people are winning a battle. Okay.
0: Well, you want me to believe what you say about what's happening in Washington, right?
1: Yes. Okay. But I mean that's up to you. Well, then I'm going to believe
0: that who you think is doing a really good job in Congress, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm going to believe her that Kevin McCarthy is the right choice.
1: Well, then that's that's up to you.
0: Well, I'm yeah, following that, what you say. Yeah, but you also... What, that, that's like so a silly, you ridiculous you, you, point. You, 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 you think she's doing a good you, job. Why are
1: you attacking me? We're not. Under, we're yeah, we're you are. Asking. We're not
0: asking. I'm not, no, I'm not, we're not asking.
1: Because you keep that, bringing sorry, that up just to be a jerk. No, what no, about Trump? No, I'm Trump. Not, not. If at all. you don't
3: like Margie Taylor Greene, what about Trump? He, that, I, that, not I, at all. Tr-
1: and tr- I feel the same way about Trump as I do about Margie Taylor Greene. Politics is a game of endorsements, But it doesn't mean I agree with every decision they make.
0: Exactly. That's my point. That wasn't an attack at all. That's my point, what Eric said it's because it's a game. And at the end of the day, the 20 Tabitha, whether they get, you still have to work together within the game. That's of still course there. They
1: do. But you know what? They're fighting hard for what they want that they think is best for this country. We sit around here on this show, other shows we've been on and we all agree We are I know we are all on the same page. We're all yes. on the same team. No. And I don't want anyone listening to think we give we're each not. other high fives after the we show. are, we are definitely all on the same yeah. team. We all want the same things for this country. No question about it. But we sit around, and Eric, you're always talking about backlash. This is what backlash is. This that's why I said, you know what? You're everything you said, Eric, is absolutely correct. You wanted backlash. This is backlash. Yesterday, Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, she I, said, did you hear what she said? And a, I thought this is a win for Eric because she, she said, Everybody's leaving New York. How do we stop them?
3: Bingo. That's right. But that's on a that's on a individual purpose. And that and the thing about the game of politics. And is, she's not some hardcore
0: Republican. The thing
3: about politics is, no. imagine this: uh, let's say Tom Brady and Gronkowski—they just got in a rift. Gronkowski wanted to do five and outs, and 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 this is a football analogy. And 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 Tom <laughs> Brady wanted to do fly patterns all day long, and they could never get it together. That's that's the point. It's not that they're not a great team together. It's just that they can't ideologically figure out how to run the plays right, and they keep fighting. My question is: it seems like that. The the Republicans are ideologically on the same side. Say if they go to a Denny's, but for some reason this is more of a personality conflict that's going on. I don't personally trust this guy. It's not a
0: personality. I conflict. I agree with you, but Tabitha says that McCarthy's actually playing for the team that's playing against the Patriots,
3: that, and that's that's worse.
0: Oh, well, he, now, now McCarthy
1: if, says it. Not now, me. on the <laughs> other hand,
0: on the
3: other hand, if Tom Brady was caught talking to the uh, other coach. Saying, I'm going to throw it to your defensive guys, then there's a problem. And that's kind and of that's what, what we, kind of we heard.
0: says, McCart- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, McCarthy,
1: I- in, in my opinion, and the opinion of a lot of other folks, including these 20 Republicans, they say, Eric, we'll work with you, Kevin McCarthy, if you can agree to these America First policies. And he's saying, no, I'm not going to do that. But you know what? He, if he wants to to be on
3: the
0: record immediately.
1: And that's why I'm immediately. And that's
0: why I bring up green because I'm torn because. If she's a, a person that so many people respect and look up to, but she is still backing Kevin McCarthy. Then it shows you that even after the day, after the 20 yell, you all still have to come together and you still have to work together. And it shows that. You have to play the game. We don't like it, but you have to play the game. And even Marjorie Taylor Greene, as outspoken as she has been, understands you have to play the game. And you would think that she'd be leading the group of 20 instead. She's opposing the group of And a
1: 20. lot of people were confused by her position, as am I. She's a good be- friend of because, Matt Because, yes. They usually side together.
0: Because but, you have to play the game. But you,
1: we, we don't have to play the game. That's the problem, Vic. Is that we've played the game then too long? Then why is long. she playing the game? I, you'll have to ask her. I don't know. Her. No, no, Tabitha, you know do her. have
3: to play the game because, like we just <laughs> talked about on the show, no, playing that, the
1: game has got us to where we're at now. I'm Playing, done not playing, the, the, not game.
3: playing the game has has Kevin going in and talking to Democrats <laughs> saying, "I need twelve votes, guys. What can I that's do for you?" That's because he's a traitor. That's the game. He's a traitor. No, that's not a tr- because he's a traitor. What's his? If what's he's his talking options? to
1: Democrats, saying Democrats, what's I'll make options? a deal with you. What's his Before I make a deal with these other Republicans, what's his options? That's a traitor. What's
3: his options?
1: His options are to agree that, yes, you're right, we need to secure our border. Yes, you're right, we need term limits.
0: Who says he doesn't say that, He says
1: it. He says it, Eric. Not me.
0: He says it. He says that. Here's the issue. I I think, just an opinion, he wants to do things on his own terms. He doesn't want 20 yappy dogs biting at his ankles telling him what he's going to do because it makes him look bad. Now, a lot of things in life get down to ego and pride. Kevin McCarthy's history, Tabitha, doesn't show us that he's going to be some liberal House speaker if he was the speaker. I think we could agree on that.
1: I don't know. I don't think he's a Marjorie liberal Taylor by Even any a big, Yeah,
0: he has not shown us. However, when the 20 came to him demanding what they wanted, and by the way, if you're a conservative, a true conservative, what they have said, it's not outrageous. It's not. It made sense to me what we've talked about. Term limits and border leading.
1: They want what we want there. It makes
0: sense. They're, what they're they refusing want. to play the game. However, when it's dictated to you and you feel as if you've spent your time in Congress, you have been a guy that's been around. I think a bit of ego pride gets in the mix where he's like, wait a second. I'm sure you're right. I'm going to, I'm going to dictate. I paid the price. I saw this in my local anchor news. I worked with somebody who was pissed off daily because they weren't treated like somebody who was an icon before them in the St. Louis area. And they made it known I should be treated like they were treated because I had to take a back seat. I paid my dues. Now it's my turn to be treated like the queen or the king, whatever.
1: Some of these folks, some of these 20 people have been there a long time too.
0: And Kevin McCarthy has been a long time guy, as you say, establishment, because he's been there a long time. I feel as if he just wanted more respect. And then when he's told then he sees people like Boebert and Gates, younger, very passionate, loud in your face, going to the media type of people that they're trying to say Washington's changed and he doesn't want to accept it.
1: Can I throw something in there? I'm done. Is is that I believe now this is only my opinion. I believe that McCarthy is holding the line for the establishment, for the GOP establishment. He's holding the line. And let's not forget that the establishment republicans came to the anti-establishment republicans because you know they all know who each other are Mm -hmm. and they said you will vote for kevin mccarthy you will vote for him you will not nominate anyone else this is all on record eric it's been stated they told them you will vote for kevin mccarthy and we will stay here day after day until you vote for kevin mccarthy that they should have never done that that's the establishment Trying to play the game. Trying to tell these people they need to play the game, and that's why I am so happy that these people stood up. They say they're not playing the game. Okay, the game's over, and we're making it's small. Not, we're making small victories. The game's
3: not over. The game because will they, never be over because they got two hundred votes to make up.
1: No, well, no, they. Well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Oh,
3: I didn't know that. How does it work? It doesn't
1: work that way. If only four. If only four. Four. If only four Republicans refuse to vote for McCarthy, they have to go back to another vote. But that also means that if McCarthy gets four Democrats to vote for yes. him, he wins.
0: And you also had yesterday a Republican who then decided to vote present, which showed that I'm out of this now. I am out. Yeah. I am out of voting for McCarthy. The other situation that you have with all of this is the fact that Tabitha, Eric, Scott, listeners, viewers, once... They do figure this out, whoever it is. Are you really going to be changing things? Are our lives really going to be changing? Is this country really going to be yes. changing? Yes. With the Democrats having the White House and the Democrats having the Senate? I yes. think
3: there's a case to be made that they cannot fund the 87,000 IRS agents. I think there's Maybe. a case to be Maybe. made. Maybe. There's a case to be made about every piece of Democratic legislation coming from uh, the Senate would be would be blocked. I think there's a case to be made that Joe Biden would have to do a few things that would be a little bit more bipartisan. So I think the answer is definitely
0: yes. And then the question that I the reason I bring up the question is, will they be on the same team then? Do you do you not afterwards?
3: burn so many bridges that that, that right? That's that, what that I'm you have to go 12 about. months just to just to put bandages on McCarthy, the wounds. This is why
0: McCarthy, if he is, he will never forget what happened. He'll he'll <sighs> go down in history as being a loser over this. Yes, he
1: will. He did not look happy yesterday. But think about how much power the speaker has, and if you put the right person, ask Nancy in that, That's exactly right. You put the right person in this speaker role everything changes everything has the opportunity to change maybe we'll remove all of these ridiculous rules that the schools have right maybe we'll fund police here's a question maybe we'll stop sending money to ukraine this is a
3: possibility that's been floated you do not need to have a, a member of the house of representatives as your speaker there has been this floated around i've heard it on a couple of weird news sources but they could get someone from the outside who is a consensus person that's not so Democrat, that's not so Republican. That's Steve Scalise. It could be Scalise, but it could also be a um, you know someone that, that you could get 50 Democrats to vote for and maybe 190 Republicans to vote for to be the new Speaker of the House from outside of the chamber. That could also be something that happened. And in this weird, weird world that we live in, I could totally see something like that happen. Tulsi Gabbard, I have no idea who it would be. But
0: it would be but it's it's definitely going to get Tabitha's blood boiling if you say Tulsi Gabbard.
1: She is not a conservative. She's not a conservative. She's 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 not going to vote for a Democrat. She's not going to vote for a Republican president. She she is still a Democrat. I do think
3: it I think the most she lost
1: her party. I think the
3: biggest chess move that the Democrats have right now. Now, if you're a Democrat, listen to me and try to get this to your representative. I think that voting for McCarthy would be a kiss of death. It'd be that kind of thing where they kiss you on the cheek and then 24 hours you die kind of a thing. You, <laughs> now, you, if, that you, be if the Democrats were the ones that put <laughs> Kevin over the top, it would not be bipartisan. It would be the biggest bitch slap in the history of politics.
1: I don't think that will happen. I really don't. I think he's going to be forced to step aside or he's going to keep negotiating like he is and eventually agree to their terms because his pride and ego may win.
0: Bingo. And we got to get out of here. We got, Hey, we got to take a quick break just because we need to reset. We have got Bill Brown coming on. Former member SEAL team six, eight. I mean, seal team eight, once a seal, always a seal. He's doing some major things for veterans right now. uh, Putting his actions where his heart is, putting his efforts there. You won't want to miss him. We'll talk about his fight for freedom, what he does with this country. Where he thinks we're headed. That's right. Always love talking to men like this who are total badasses. When we come back, Bill Brown, don't go anywhere. Share the show. Go to canceltheshow.com. you got all your platforms to stream on. Like us, subscribe, follow on all the platforms you possibly can. It helps us share the show as well. If you have questions while we're interviewing Bill, let us know as well. We'll do our best to look at the comments and ask him, but we'll be back with more. Cancel this right after this. It'll be a quicker break. Because he's coming in in about two, three minutes. Back with more. Cancel this right after this. Hey, guys, welcome back to Cancel This. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle, Eric Johnson, and Scott Gerken. Thanks again. We see everybody sharing the show on all of the platforms. Of course, you can go to canceltheshow.com. Check out the many platforms that we have. You can watch us live, of course, on those platforms and also. As you know, we edit it down and put it to the audio platforms as well. You guys make the show happen. That's why we do what we do, trying to stay one step ahead. Sharing the truth, as Tabitha says, faster than they spread the lies. Uh, We bring you some of the best guests that we can as well, and that includes our next guy. Very excited to have Bill Brown on, former member of SEAL Team 8. He's an attorney out of New Jersey. Three tours in Iraq. Couldn't do a fourth one, huh? My God. Three whole (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dear Lord, my gosh, what happened? Uh, but out of everything that he does, what he does for veterans is unmatched. When you don't forget where you came from, and then a total badass at the same point in time, I'm glad Tabitha set you up with us today. Bill, welcome to cancel this for the first time. Happy Thursday! Thank you for sa-
4: for taking some time today. Hey, Vic, Tabitha, Eric, it's a, a pleasure and honor to be on here. I got I got to clear the floor real quick. I did three deployments. My last one was in Iraq, uh, so you know, valor is very important in my community, and very important to me. So I don't want to overstate my uh, resume. We, but, we will, yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, correct. <laughs> and I want to learn this because I know you—you're not a former Marine. You're always a Marine, Navy. And no, no, let me finish. Okay. No, like when you talk about a service. So when you're in a SEAL team, do you still consider yourself
4: to be a SEAL?
0: Because I said you you're know, a that's former
4: what? member of SEAL Team Eight. You know, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, when I was getting my seal tacked on, uh, they're punching it in. One of the things they told me is they, uh, they pointed, they pointed to where, you know, they, they tacked it in and they said, you know, that's just a symbol. And then they said, your heart, that's, that's what it's really about and your character and your disposition. So I saw a cartoon once and it was, uh, an old, an old guy, uh, and and, his, and it had like the little think bubble, and he, he was picturing himself as a young as a young soldier. So, and I know when I uh, when I go to a lot of uh, to visit my family, you know, when I look at the tombstones and stuff, all the veterans, it's still you know it's proudly uh, displayed. So I think for all of us who who put it out there, I think it's always a part of us.
3: So true, and thank you for your service time and time again. Um, I, when we, when we all watched the debacle of, of um, our services coming out of, uh, Afghanistan for sure. Um, did, I'm sure you had some, a lot of emotion about that, the way that we were ripped out, but I've always wondered, I, I'm sure we've kept some service over there. What, what are we doing in these left behind wars, Iraq and Afghanistan, What are our special forces doing over there right now, or are they even doing anything at all? Have we moved on from that theater and, and moved to other places?
4: Well, you know, uh, one of the things I learned in the SEAL teams and one of the things I definitely learned in law school is, you know, don't give answers that you really don't know. Right. Uh, so I, I can't tell you exactly what's going on. Um, I, you know, I, I, I know the intended purpose was, look, 9-11, um, I'm here right outside of New York City on the other side of the river. Uh, it shook everybody up. I, I've dealt with uh, real jihadists. And uh, that's an ideology that's not going away. And so I think one of the benefits we have on our side now is technology. I think we have a lot of agencies that have a really good ability to monitor a lot of the traffic and a lot of the the way that the the global banking systems work. I think we have a lot of uh, uh, where it's easier for for us to get uh, signals of, hey, something's happening here. And I think... And because of the advancements in technology, it also helps us to have a, de- a decreased footprint in some of those places where, when you have a large American footprint, it's just going to build, you know, tension. So uh, I uh, I do think one of the things that happened in Afghanistan was a uh, was a disgrace. Uh, I think we left a lot of good people behind. Uh, you know, these are guys, interpreters, and and people who fought alongside American troops that definitely put their, their, their themselves on the line and their family on the line. And we think about we think about the values that we hold dear, dear, you know, and freedom of speech, and, you know, the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Well, it's absolutely not happening there in Afghanistan. And and, uh, and if you know, uh, if you're a woman. God bless you. I, I feel sorry for the way you live, and uh, and so yeah, um, definitely. You know, I had a, I had some friends that were definitely involved in trying to get some good people out of there when our government kind of uh, definitely took um, an objective public stance where they seemed to be sitting on their hands. But I know there, I know there were there were agencies and, and and people doing good stuff in the background.
1: Hey, Bill. Do you feel that the military has changed since your time? I believe, did you retire in 2005? Is that correct?
4: Yes, ma'am. Yes, happens at the end of 2005.
1: Do you feel since that time, you know, we're we're hearing about the different branches having such a hard time recruiting people about all of these woke policies in the military. And I'm just curious what your views are.
4: Yeah, I think. You know one of the things that happen is it's not just in the military you can see it playing out in leadership and law enforcement and our different yeah. federal agencies where it starts the grooming process for leadership comes out of these ivy league schools and that's a big problem there because that's a straight political indoctrination type of process where if, you know if there's a lot of intimidation and coercion if you speak out against the, the you know the protocol there and so you know the leadership is picked from these grooming grounds that are are very uh, astute, very connected, but very far left. Um, and so that's what's happened in uh, the different agencies, um, and it's happened in the military, even at our, our academies. And I think one of the when you have individuals that are uh, given leadership positions, and they rose through the ranks, speak be, not because of their skill or their merit or their, uh, you know, their ability to lead men in combat or women in combat, but because they're political hacks, you're going to have, you know, situations where, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to give up the air force base, uh, and, and basically make a choke point for anybody trying to get out of there in Afghanistan. So, uh, absolutely. The military has changed. Um, as far as, you know, I have friends that have, tell me, actually send me pictures of some of these PowerPoint briefs that they have to endure. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I understand about, and I think most people in our country and our society are good, reasonable people. I think most of us don't care what consenting adults do, or if you want to, if you want to call yourself this or that, I could really care less. And I think most guys and gals in the military are the same way. But what happens now is if you're not the biggest cheerleader for some of those, uh, that, that political ideology, guess what? It's just like what's happening in the corporate and legal world. you you are, you have, you're swimming against the tide. And, um, so I think the, I think the majority of men and women in the military are there for good causes. They want to serve our country, they love our freedoms, individual uh, liberties. And, uh, I think a lot of people see what's happening, and that's one of the things I'm really glad about, you know, guys and gals like you and shows like yours, because it really is grassroots. And I think one of the things we need to do is I think when reasonable people kind of see what's going on, I think that the big thing we need to do is we need to hold the moral high ground. Uh, one of the things I think that uh, uh, Martin Luther King did very well is he held the moral high ground. And I look at some of the, uh, one of the things I learned from President Trump is I learned we absolutely have to fight back, 100%. But one of the things I think that he made himself an easy target and for others to kind of uh, kind of distract from some of the things he was raising was uh, sometimes he put his foot in his mouth. Now, we all do. But I look at one of the things, like, remember that teenager in D.C., uh, Nick Sandman? Yes. They, they, uh, yeah. they tried to pick- they tried to paint him as a racist, but yes. he held them. He held them they tried to
0: cancel way. him, is what they did, Bill.
4: Oh, yeah. And you know, when they say cancel, you know, the word cancel, I don't think is it does it justice of really what's happening. The word is 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 complete discrimination, like they're completely trying to destroy your life. Your ability to get a job, your ability to feed your family, your ability to express yourself. They're, and that's what they did to that teenager, but they did it for him for a reason. It wasn't because it just, you know, who he was is they wanted to send a signal out there yes. that, look, if you if you're going to express yourself politically by wearing certain attire, like the MAGA hat, this is what could happen to you. It's a huge deterrence. Right. And it it, it stifles freedom of expression. And actually, He's not alone. Like they 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 there's a look what they did to Kavanaugh.
1: During yeah. the confirmation
4: yeah. hearings. Right now. Th- now think of all the great legal minds. Think of all these great individuals who go to went through these liberal law schools, managed to ex- excel, managed to excel in their legal career. And th- you think that the treatment that he received is a deterrence from other great conservative thinkers and legal minds? Absolutely. And that's why they put him. That's why they put him through hell. They right. tried to slander his name. They tried to destroy him, but not just him as a person. But to
1: deter others
3: that intimidation and, and yeah uh, amy coney barrett's welcome. another example i mean just with all the religious stuff and you know have you been have you had a chance and you can be part of this discussion if you have have you had a chance to kind of watch what's going on in this in the house of representatives right now and uh kind of um, the debate going on between electing uh, mccarthy as the speaker have you had a chance to watch any of that
4: yeah I did and, uh, to be honest with you, I did a little RNS on on your show and, and uh, got a little bit of feedback on that. Here's my take on that. Um, my take on that is, look, it's it, they're they're trying to leverage some some new young upstarts out of positions. and now they have a they're using the, the confirmation process as say, hey, look, you better treat us better. or or, or just, this is going to be a mess. And I think, you know, look, one of the mistakes that the, uh, has been made by Ms. McConnell is instead of thinking about the long-term run, he's a short-term thinker, as far as he's, he's concerned strictly about his short-term influence. And that way, if others don't kiss his ring or bend the knee, they're not going to be financially supported. And I think that's one of the things that's kind of being played out here in the house where look i think i think in the end you know he's going to win but uh, you know look there's there's issues a lot of like he, one of the mistakes i think that the republican party makes is when they get power they don't know how to utilize it where it's it's totally different i think on the other side right but there i mean i think one of the big hang ups now is whether they're going to you know have investigate uh, some type of committees that investigate the FBI or COVID and things like that. Or, you know what, how about uh, the election? How mm-hmm. about we get some serious investigations from the house on the election? Because a lot, a lot of reasonable people have serious questions about electoral process. And uh, I think what, you know, different individuals are fighting for different pieces of the pie over there, but I think they're all missing the mark. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of issues they really need to address. Like uh, they need to address COVID. They need to, they need to address what the infringement on, on you had to literally put a mask on your face. If you wanted to work or travel, you, you had to get vaccinated or basically you didn't have a job. How many different businesses got straight shut down? Yeah. And then then let's talk about investigating big tech because, uh, um, Elon Musk just put a spotlight on that. And we know without a doubt now that basically federal authorities are basically a, a, a strong arm of a, a, a one political party. And they we're doing a couple of things. They're a joint action, a joint action with, you know, social media companies to suppress stories that during the time of the election that would absolutely have a, a, an effect. And not only that suppressing stories of questions regarding, uh, COVID regarding the electoral process. I mean, we want to talk about intimidation. You got the head of the FBI labeling parents who have issues with liberal policies being pushed, uh, you know, sexualizing kids and deterring them by calling them, uh, domestic terrorists. Like that's out of control. Like these, these are investigations that need to happen. Because the truth is, uh, these social media companies were basically basically an extended arm of the, uh, of the Democratic Party. They received huge, huge legal protections. I, we, we can't even begin to realize how many uh, state subsidiaries they received because all the different confidential, confidentiality orders that are out there. There's all types of tax breaks. It's uh, legal protections. It it, it's they're a huge problem because the truth is I recently got uh, shadow banned on um, on LinkedIn. I got over 22k followers. I posted a a video about my swim on New Year's and I got three likes. Yeah, Uh, yeah, and that it
0: it happens. Bill, we're talking with Bill Brown, um, member of SEAL Team Eight deployments that he talked about in Iraq, an attorney now. Uh, we really wanted to get your opinion on some of these political issues that we're starting to get. And you just brought up what we really had you on the show for this blew my freaking mind. You got shadow banned on LinkedIn. Tell everybody what you're doing for your swim, because there's nothing better than a veteran like yourself, sticking up, standing up and letting people know about the fight that veterans have and doing something about it Because what you have been able to do is next to none. Yeah. in the swim, Tell us about what you're doing, how people can get involved, and how it all came about And freaking getting banned because of your swim.
4: Well, I don't know if I was banned because of the swim. I, I think I was, I was banned for some of my previous comments uh, that uh, basically uh, speaking out against some of the, the policies. And for whatever reason, the ban was enforced during that post. Now, uh, one of the things I believe in, and, and that swim came together because a lot of beautiful people came out and helped and, and came together and helped me. A lot of my brothers. Uh, but I kind of call it adventure therapy, you know, uh, especially guys who put in some work in Iraq and Afghanistan. I was a CEO on 9-11. Uh, a lot of my brothers were as well. So one of the things we did is, uh, you know, we believe you know, we believe in our nation's freedoms and civil liberties. And when you've been to an honest, there's Donald Trump wasn't lying. There's a lot of shitholes out there. I'm telling you the God's honest truth. There are places I wouldn't want to go to unless I had a bunch of my buddies with me you know, with guns and we had air support. Like, St. Louis Missouri
3: comes to mine. Downtown yeah. St. Louis after a baseball game. Is that what you're talking about? No, never mind. I got you. <laughs>
4: I, you know, no, but you you brought, you know what? You brought up a good point. You think about during COVID, you think about all the riots and how the the defund the police movement and almost every major city in our country was, could be at, you could be at risk, like seriously. Uh, So one of the things about this swim is we swim from uh, New Jersey to Statue of Liberty at the Statue of Liberty, do hundred post-ups, 22 pull-ups to honor our nation's freedoms and civil liberties. Then we get back in the water. We swim to Ellis Island. We get out of the water at Ellis Island. We do 100 push-ups, 22 pull-ups to honor all the men and women who came to our country for a better life. Celebrate our nation's diversity. Get back in the water. Then we swim to South Cove Marina in Lower Manhattan. We change out. We grab a bunch of American flags. We run to Ground Zero, at the first responder statue. There we do 100 push-ups and 22 uh, uh, pull-ups. To honor all those who put it on the line for our country and lost their lives on 9-11 and extortion 17, because we always try to have it as close to the anniversary of extortion 17 as I can. So it's a great event because uh one, you know, when you're when you're a SEAL or you've been in the war and you've been in a combat unit, um, you always it's always gonna be a part of you and you uh, and that whole community is always gonna have a real strong gravity. And when we're together doing good stuff, it makes us feel good, you know? And I, I call it adventure therapy. And you, you talked about a lot of stuff happening with veterans and the high suicide rate. Well, one of the reasons why is because how uh, big media has stigmatized veterans.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
4: yes. And, and it did to our brothers in Vietnam. They're doing it to law enforcement with the whole defund movement. Obviously, you know, you want to be proud of yourself. You want to be proud of your uniform. And all of a sudden, you're deemed as anti-social. You know, like not a positive part of society. Here you are. You put it on the line for your country. Risk your life. But God knows all the things. You know, and uh, and you're coming back, and you got people hating on you. So, if, guess what? It it fucks people up, man. And uh, and so here we are. You know, kind of looking out for each other, kicking ass. And that's my whole thing. I want to show veterans kicking ass and, and doing good things. So, it's a it's absolutely a cool event. I tell you what uh uh i, I it's a great feeling when you're, you're bumping out some honor push-ups and pull-ups right by the statue of liberty bunch of, with with a bunch of beautiful men who put in some serious work for a country yeah, you know, I, got awesome.
3: chills. I know it's, yeah, it, man. It, this is the same one that's on fox and friends they have it every day and this is one with pete hegseth he goes every out with year you guys, yet. right for the past couple yeah. years yes. that's the same one.
4: Pete. Yeah. Pete's a champion, man. Pete is a champion of this event. He took this event into the stratosphere and you know what it took. It took a lot of balls for an army guy to get in the water with a bunch of seals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But those
0: army Rangers say they're better than seals. You know, they think that. Yeah. Take the floating (laughs) off of his arm. I know some army Rangers. (laughs) Oh, the seals,
4: blah, blah, blah. I I tell you what, I I did a a shooting competition down in, uh, Georgia was it Georgia recently by the, uh, the the Seal Future Foundation, and I was shooting against the Ranger and whoever uh, whoever lost the shooting competition had to do pushups, mm-hmm. and I can tell you this: when it comes to shooting for pushups, Rangers lead the way in pushups.
1: <laughs> I love that, Bill. I want to bring up something because I've been doing some research on you in anticipation of talking to you today. You know, you're so well-known in the community of Navy SEALs, just all across the, the country as far as veterans go. But it's a, it didn't come easy for you. You you know, you had a struggle, and that's how you ended up in the military. I, I'm wondering if you can talk to us a little bit about that, how you came to this amazing career in the military, and how did you get the nickname Freak? Uh,
4: so, uh on the, on the last part, to be honest with you, so uh, David Goggins is a friend of mine. We were in a uh, bro crew together in Hell Week and buds, and we did some stuff in Iraq together. And he, you know, he, he has got a really good book, and I'm honored to be in it called Can't Hurt Me. But to be honest with you, uh, most people would never call me that because it was it was fight it was fight right away. Um, how do I think I got the name? I think I got the name because I grew up rough and tumble. I had a cleft palate. I had a lot of misplaced uh, perspectives on life, but I did come from a a very, uh, um, every man in my family served in the military. All my grandpas, my great grandpas, my dad, my uncles. So it was, uh, I definitely, uh, uh, it was definitely part of my blood. When I got in there, um, you know, I I was very uh, aggressive, I was very young, and I got humbled really fast in a, in a brutal way. Those guys saved my life. And I think the nickname uh, came apart because in, in some ways I was kind of – at being a, an athlete and being aggressive, I was kind of a freak. And then in some other ways I was kind of a freak too because I had my shit pretty wild. And uh, <clears throat> I tell you what they say, those guys were extremely harsh. But there was, they, they saved my life. So that's kind of, yeah, the Navy saved my life. I've definitely expanded my horizons because one of the beautiful things is all of a sudden they're giving you responsibility. All of a sudden, you know, you're, uh, you can be cool in high school if you're an athlete and good looking. But you can't be cool in a, a combat unit if your shit's not tight. So right. big lessons learned, man. And it's yeah.
1: not easy to become a Navy SEAL. I mean, that's a very elite, it's not <laughs> elite. Sp- I couldn't even come close to doing your Navy SEALs well. I wouldn't even well, make it to the water. Yeah. I mean, I right, it's, it's phenomenal. I'm I completely hope you guys, guys come.
4: I'll get, you'll get
1: the red carpet. 100%. Well, I was just
0: getting ready to ask you about that. You were talking about this swim. Can you give us some ideas uh, if you have them handy in regards to how much money's raised? where that money goes, how people watching this show can get involved if it's online and support what you do for veterans.
4: Yeah. So for a while, uh, for the first four years, I was, uh, I was basically had another group as the beneficiary, but, um, I'm moving on now. And I built a coalition with the Navy seal foundation, tunnels to towers and the uncommon grit foundation. And, um, I moved on to the Navy SEAL Foundation and Uncommon Grit Foundation because they're really more geared towards helping SEALs and helping guys in uh, in special warfare combat units, and that. So I'm kind of biased that way. But I had the vet when it never happened without law enforcement, and I've seen some of the great work that tunnels the to towers does. So I built this this beautiful coalition with all three of those groups, uh, and and uh, so yeah you can feel free i would say this if i won a lot of, all my donations would probably go to those three groups yes i love that yes. yeah.
0: is there a website that people can go to to check it out by chance or is that not the best way
4: oh so there's if you go online there's plenty of stuff right now but i'm i'm just kind of i'm just finishing up like a negotiations with all three groups and I, I actually uh, I have some contracts that I had to review now. And then I have a big sit-down uh, in Tampa Bay because I'm doing a Tampa Bay Frogman swim here next week in Tampa Bay with leadership in this in the SEAL teams and leadership uh, with those organizations. So that those websites, I don't have it for you now. I wish I could give give my, you know, give it some love. And I appreciate you guys trying to give me a, a softball pitch to hit a home run. But right now, it's a work in progress. We're, yeah. We'll
0: keep cool. up. I yeah, really? checked out tunnel. I already checked out tunnel. to tower. Oh, I'm. I'm, I'm have been. I, I uh, it's, donate it's, every month. Every, every a, month. Well, you out can my Yeah. Well, they have a, You I, donate. They have a donate button. Eleven dollars a month. That's it. It goes I away.
1: absolutely love it, and and I hope we can come out to to New York when you guys swim across the Hudson. A friend of mine who is a Navy SEAL, Bob Gasoff, here in the St. Louis area. I'm I'm hoping that he joins all of you. And he completes the swim. He said he has has several other buddies that do. And what I love about the Navy SEALs, you guys are such a tight-knit group of people. You all love each other. You're all brothers. I love it.
4: Yeah, well, I got to tell you that, you know, we're a bunch of, uh, here's the truth. We're we're a bunch of hard men. And there's no doubt that, uh, you know, uh, we make each other better. But uh, we definitely love each other. But I gotta tell you something. I don't know how you're looking at it, but the way I look at it, I can see all five of us. Yeah. And then it's kind of got like the picture of me in the background. Yep. And all I see is my big gut and
1: back be- <laughs> <laughs> It's not. You, the ladies are going, the ladies
3: are going crazy. The ladies are going
1: I
4: can okay. guarantee my buddy's going to go crazy with that. <laughs> I, hey, Bill, I, I
0: removed it so for funny. you. Bill, you said yeah. <laughs> you said we swim across this bay. We swim across this. Can you give me specifics on the distance that you're actually swimming and running? I'm just curious. I've always found it fascinating what triathletes do. I find it fascinating what military members have to do to become elite members, to protect the country and be sent to the worst places in this world. You act like, yeah, we're going for an afternoon know, swim.
1: Know, What's the distance? <laughs>
0: what do you guys do the actual distances?
4: Well, it depends on how many rubber jellyfish you got to dodge. Oh my god! <laughs> <rubber jellyfish. laughs> Damn. But if you swim, so a lot of long distance swimming, it really depends on, on your guiding. And it kind of depends on how strong the current is. Yeah. And so I, I work with the New Jersey state police a lot. I do about four uh, full down swims with those guys to get it just right. Mm-hmm. And then when it, the actual day, of the swim, I try to, uh, because, you know, Pete and Fox have been such a I've been such strong advocates at this event. I try to maximize the timing of the swim with their coverage as much as I can by judging with the tides. So let's say there's no tides. And you, and, currents, and you swim perfectly straight as the crow flies, right? So from the uh, the south side of Liberty State uh, Park in Jersey, yeah. it's about a half a mile to uh, the Statue of Liberty. From the Statue <laughs> of Liberty to um, Ellis Island, it's about a half. And then coming from Ellis Island, the long stretch to South Cove Marina in lower Manhattan, it's about two. Now, now, here's the truth. The truth is, I try to make it easy for my guys. So the hardest leg is is the first leg because that leg, basically, the the tide's kind of changing, and it's never really subtle. It's, it's it's never complete slack, but it's changing, and so it's slightly pushing you the opposite way. But what happens is once you get I get my full head count on the first stop at the Statue of Liberty, now it starts to change in the direction I want to go. It's pushing guys, in the, you know, towards Ellis Island, towards, you know, it's pushing them upstream yeah. in the direction we're headed. So the swim gets easier as the duration increases. And by the end, as you're coming up to uh, South Cove uh, Marina and lower Manhattan, along that balkway there, uh, it's like riding a wave in to the shore because it's a strong push. yeah, And uh, so... Yeah, it's a great, I, I can tell you this, I would love to have you guys. It brings a lot of beautiful people. And, you, you know, it makes, uh, you know, these type of events I think are really good because they show, look, especially for the SEAL teams because it shows the character of the guys that are really into SEAL teams. These are guys who put their life on the line over and over again, years and years. And now they're flying in from all over the country Swimming across one of the most dangerous and and dirtiest rivers in the country. There's no BS. It is, and and doing it to try to raise money to help other veterans. So I think it's it's a beautiful thing, and it doesn't happen without you know Fox News salute to Fox News salute to Pete, and salute to all my brothers in the SEAL teams. Because to tell you the truth, I have I have leadership in the SEAL community that back me hundred percent. And not only that, all my brothers in Blue, NYPD, NJSP, Port Authority PD, and all my red brothers, FDNY and all those fire departments on the Jersey side, they all, we've all come together to make that event. And that's how we 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 pushed it through when we had different political powers in the, in New York trying to shut us down. We didn't stop on COVID. Like we kept moving. And uh and I tell you what, I love it. I would love to guys have you guys come. Yeah, man, well you know, Eric
0: will do the final leg, okay. Shh,
4: watch him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's
0: when they push you to the shore, Eric. Exactly. <laughs> you, can, you, you, well, can you, give you know me a, what you a, got. You know what you
3: jet guys jet could, you, won't make it.
4: You know what Duh. you guys could do? You could do the flag run in from uh South Tobarina into uh ground zero. Yeah. Oh, yes, I, I, yes, I, I would
3: do it. I would do but it. You,
4: here's the rule, man. You have to have your shirt off. No, I won't do
3: it.
1: I'll sit back and
3: watch. Hey, man. Um. So while you're talking about all this stuff, it keeps going into my head that, and we talk about on the show a little bit. Is I kind of feel like what you guys do and what we do on this show, and the and even to some extent the, you know, there's a wholesomeness that the, the American people are trying to get back to. Do you kind of feel it the same way as like? The goodness where the the American people. There's nothing good about you know a CRT in our classrooms. There's nothing good about keeping our borders open. The the a, there's a lot of bad stuff going on. Do you feel a wave of the American people right now trying to get back to a wholesome, if not religious nature, but just a wholesome nature of this country?
4: Yeah, I think you know what it is. I think it's it's reflective response, right? So. Which well, has been a lot of push and a lot of push, and these couple of years have been extremely difficult for everybody. And I I think you're I think a lot of people are kind of coming to the limits with some of this stuff. Like, hey man, you know, don't push sexuality stuff on our kids in school. Like, that's it. we've got and you got parents rising up in, in these these meetings, and I I think yeah I think yes as far as the the border, I've been to a lot of shitholes, holes, man, and I can't blame somebody. For, who's trapped in that for trying to come to our country for a better life what i but i have to be honest there's how many jobs do we have there's so many people who are unemployed here and every country has the right to you know to say who can come but in not just can that. It's the
3: fentanyl it's the kids that are coming over that are abandoned in the deserts there's a total lack of of doing this properly and i agree with you if you want to come to the united states you go through the front door and you do the paperwork and you do it right but yeah. it seems like we have really just on the border issue, we got to get that taken care of, and then that kind of that yeah. fixes a part of the American soul a little bit. You would think.
4: Yeah, I well, you know, I to be honest, my assessment on the border is it's it's a it's a tactic. So what they're trying to do is they're trying they're trying to flood certain states that are red, yes. and try oh, to try to, yeah, try to turn. In my opinion, it's a, it's a long-term political tactic.
1: Yeah, but they're all voters. It, it, yeah.
4: And what it is, it's, and it's it's and they to be honest with you, they don't honestly you have to say, do they really care about those, all those people that are suffering coming through or being used and manipulated by those cartels and and, uh, and all the drugs that are coming through because of porous? Uh you have to weigh that out and the answer would probably be maybe they do, but they're more concerned with political power and you you look at well, how did it play out in during Let's the see. election? They yeah, played here. Here you have all these police officers put their, line, their life on the line for our country over and over and over every day, and now all of a sudden they're demonized, right? Because they had a weak political candidate and they're trying to rile up their base, mm-hmm. so they racially polarize everybody, make almost every major city in our country unsafe, right? Why for political power? So, hey, look what look at look look what they did to those judges. They, they they have protesters outside their house rioters outside their house and then all of a sudden they don't care they they leak a drafted decision to to rile up the base you know they don't care about judicial process due process it's all to, to be sincere it's about power and uh, and so i think it's it's good i what one of the things i try to do is i really tried to hold the moral high ground And to be honest with you, I wanted to step up. I wanted to strictly be a veterans advocate. Like that's what I wanted to be. And I just wanted to stick to that because God knows we need some champions out there. But one of the things that happened was my last, the last year, a couple of my buddies, they were, they were shut down on social media because they spoke out about these COVID mandates. And these are guys who, who put their life on the line. I mean, put it on the line, beautiful men. And all of a sudden they're, they're and their businesses are getting hurt. They're, they're and they And it just, it was horrible. And so I, so I took the time, you know, during the swim to kind of speak up a little bit about it. And, and then I realized to a certain point, all of a sudden, uh, my ability to express myself is getting deterred and I'm getting pressured out by different forces out there, definitely in the legal community. And, uh, and, and, and even in the veterans community. And so it's like, Hey, look, I love our country. I love every man and woman who put it on line for a country. I respect and love our police officers. And, and I knew what was happening to them was wrong because I saw what they did to my brothers in Vietnam. And so before you know it, like, uh, here I am, I'm an advocate for free speech and, uh, I'm concerned. And, but one of the things I think, I think there were some mistakes made. And I think one of the big mistakes made was look, we have to come across as rational. And so one of the ways I try to advocate is I try to, you know, so look, here's the evidence. And I try to do it in, in in a way that I hold the more high ground. And the other the other thing is I realize that my intended target isn't my direct adversary. It's it's the audience. And yeah. uh, and the biggest I thing can- I think with yeah. And so that's what I'm trying to do. And Hey, I'll be honest with you guys. There's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure out there to shut me down hundred oh, wow. yes. percent. I
0: don't think that's going to wow. happen. Yeah. Bill, I always say, uh, being 24 years in local news, you have to be polite, but you have to be persistent so that people can't write you off as being quote crazy and uncontrolled when you're trying to make a
4: point. Yeah. Well said. And, and you know, I agree. And one of the things that I think uh, people didn't realize, and this is one of the issues I have with the establishment in the Republican Party is, uh, look, man, our, our, there's our countries uh, at a point here where they're literally infringing on free speech. And I tell you the truth, if you don't have the, the right to speak about things that are important that you truly feel, what right do you really have? That's and right if you don't have the right to protect yourself, like Kyle Rittenhouse, right? He tried to protect his, his community and they tried to make an example out of him, right? Not because of him, because they want to deter and intimidate and of course, everybody else. The same thing with that couple, right? Who there's a rioters that came to gain a the community. They take out the arms to, as an act of deterrence. In the they tried to, yeah. They tried to the her
0: backyard in St. Louis bill.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, that, to me, that was scary because, yep. look, if you don't have the right to protect yourself and your property, what rights do you really have? Yep. And so, uh, look, you, at, there's a point now where you have to fight. The thing is, I'm advocating is fight, but fight in a in a tactful way that's going to maximize your impact, where you reduce the chances where they can, you know, t- lollipop you with some Label that's inaccurate because that's exactly what they're trying to do.
0: Hey, Bill, um, somebody wants you to educate our entire audience. Could you please explain the difference between what SEALs do and what Delta Mm -hmm. do? And then if you want to have some fun with the two of them, go ahead.
4: (laughs) Well, I think I think in, in the real world, I think they SEALs and Delta, the two primary Kind of ops that they do, I think, are identical in a lot of ways: direct action and reconnaissance surveillance. Right? They're not. They're not trying to train any indigenous force. You know that I think that's really the, the the two things they really do. And I uh, a lot of the stuff that we did over there did some sniper ops, uh, did some snatch and grabs where you basically take uh, decision makers off the battlefield. And I think. They do that. The thing that SEALs or team guys do that's distinct, I think, is anything to do with the water. I think we got a leg up on. Uh, yeah. So that uh, there's a lot of similarities. Uh, a lot of the training, I think, is is identical. I just think when it comes to waterborne ops, uh, where we got the edge. Yeah. Who's better? stop it
2: <laughs> you want to well, both
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey Bill we appreciate you taking a lot of time with us today man we really do uh, once again when you have some stuff coming up if anything you need to be promoted If you have other ideas of men and women that we need to talk to let us know uh, thanks for promoting um, cancel this cancel the com because uh, we do have your guys back we're trying to do that that's what this show this mission is all about and talking to people like you who not only serve their country, but are still trying to serve in whatever way they can. Um, Let us know. Please. You're welcome here at any time.
4: Rick Tabitha, Eric. Thank you guys. Uh, You guys are, you know, you're at the front lines right now, grassroots and it's, and basically you're out there and speaking up and doing it in a way that reasonable people, you know, a persuasive manner. And God knows we need you. Thank you. All Thank right, you.
0: there it is. Uh, SEAL Team eight member Bill Brown, attorney, uh, served his country so many ways. He was in Iraq. Uh, he does this swim to honor veterans. Um, Eric, what you think? You got three miles in you in the water in the Hudson. <laughs> And if I'm in a tub, yeah, maybe <laughs> in a bar. And I'll across. sit
1: back and watch. And anybody
0: that I'm curious, I'm I'm assuming everybody that does that finishes.
3: Have you ever watched it? Have you ever gotten up I early saw, and watched it? I
0: saw part of it one year, like two years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god, yeah. You have no idea. I mean, you anybody go to a pool, you know, swim fifty meters, <laughs>
3: and then well, you're like, ugh. If you want to really feel bad about yourself, wake up at seven in the morning and watch Pete Hegseth on dr- swimming across the Hudson and, and all that stuff. That's And thinking yeah. you're, and it's like, what's the point of even getting up?
1: That's why they're <laughs> the so, elites.
0: You're so insignificant. You know, as what a great as, idea to honor <laughs> and uh, it is and raise money for veterans. And there are groups. Um, there there's groups in the St. Louis area that raise money for veterans. Yeah. Um, as well across the country, but you know. We still see the situation that veterans fight all the time. Yeah. What an incredible, incredible guest. Yes. I I, pr- I promoted him as a badass, and I mean that in several ways, not just from a physical standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, an intellectual standpoint, and dealing with what he's dealt with. I mean, this, these guys are a big reason why we have what we have in the country. Right. And then, you know, you have health doctors come along and try to shut them down. But these are the guys. These are the
3: guys. And I, and am I wrong in saying back in the day, when we would, you would go to your elementary school or your high school, and they would have uh, your the police officer day, and you would celebrate them, and it would you would see the firefighters come on, and you would celebrate them, and you go to, and then the military guys. Remember when the military guys would come to your school and try to actually recruit you? Remember that? Do you? I don't
1: know. I mean, you never had that. You.
3: we had it at my high school but it,
1: but i know it happened i personally maybe because i'm a female and things were different back then yeah. for females in the military but I, but eric you were 100% right and what worries me is that bill was fantastic i know other navy seals other army rangers fantastic people but what about what about the younger generations are we going i consider him like a, a manly man a real man how many more are well, there? I, I think that's they're the few and the far between. I these think days. that our Who's government, who is going to protect us, our
3: government has grasped onto that toxic masculinity thing. They yes. have, they have literally. That is a talking point for our military, which is really ironic because they are the most masculine people on the damn planet. Um, our school systems, our public discourse now is is public, you know, displays of masculinity. John Wayne is kind of dead as far as the liberals go in this country, which is a really bad thing when you have a bunch of. So sad, too. It's the <laughs> truth. It
1: is so sad.
3: It's the truth. And, uh, you know, when when you, you talk about if if the border, like he talked about, is if he's like, look, the real reason that the border's open, and we figured this out, it took us a while, but we figured out that they're trying to get their demographic. Well, they're voters. Yeah, they're trying to get their power base Democrat voters. Well, if they're doing that, Tabitha, and he was in the military and he's going, look, this woke stuff that you're bringing in here, the transgendered stuff, the toxic masculinity in the military, well, what's the agenda there? Because your, your, your military is supposed to be rock solid. I
1: can answer that for you. Eric. I would
3: love to hear. Go. I ahead. will
1: answer that for you. You know what the answer there is, is that the powers that be the puppet masters, the regime that controls the country right now, they know the military are on our side. They are us. They are us. We are them because they come from the
3: small towns. And, and it, right. well, it's
1: not it, it, We're freedom fighters. We're, you know, these people put their lives on the line to fight for our freedom. And that's exactly the opposite of what our government wants right now. What they want is they want a bunch of people who they can control. They can't control people like Bill Brown. You know, we're going to talk to Charlie Strange next week. They can't control people like Charlie Strange. They can't control us. And you know what they're doing? They're coming after the military hard. They're coming after police hard. And that's because they be in the government because they-
3: Who is the government? The, the, the deep the Biden, state government the, or the Biden well, it's government? it's all the
1: same. It, it, it's it all really? the same. It's all part of the same regime. And they that's why they call them domestic terrorists, police officers. You know, they're they're looking through their social media accounts to see if they're posting pro-Trump or pro-conservative statements. They want to weed us out of the military they want to weed us out of the police department because right now they know they have no control over us so let's say they do weed us out
3: let's say they do weed us out let's say let's say that the what the reason that we would have as a young man 18 to 23 years old would have joined the military back in the 80s or the 70s which would have been to join to remember that in the navy it was to see the world or it was to you know it was just the the, the look and feel of the men on those posters that you wanted to be that you wanted to be the elite. If that's not it anymore. Well, what is it? What is it that gets you to actually join the military? That's not rhetorical. That's a real question. I, I
1: would it? like to know because right now recruitment is so low that not long ago, they relaxed the standards and they said, you don't even have to have a GED anymore to join the military. There was so much backlash on the army that they had to backtrack on that.
3: One world government. Someone said on the uh, text line. It's true, one it's world true. economy,
1: and we are the only I mean, thing standing between them, them and us.
0: I don't know if we could have more masculinity. A real man in his show, than Colonel Joe Adams, and we thank him for joining us earlier. Yes. And uh, he literally trained armies in thirty countries, yeah. and some people, and most people know his story. But his story was so fascinating. Little my bosses made me get two different confirmations to check him out. And then we included him in the store. And it's like, oh my god, we've never seen anything like this. It's before. been a
1: very masculine day, hasn't and, it?
0: And then we get Bill Brown who comes on and Hoorah. does Yeah, exactly. <laughs> about what he's about what he's doing. We need more of these days. By the way, I wanted to focus more upon what he's trying to do from a veteran standpoint. Do you have any idea what kind of an attorney? Is um, and you may not, and that's fine.
1: No, I I don't. And from what I read, it looked like you know very well rounded, a lot of different litigation and different things.
0: So, um, he's been doing it for a long time. No, we appreciate we're we grateful that we have that. Of course, we always remind everybody to share the show, canceltheshow.com. Um, and if you came in late to the interview, you can always go there and check it out. Uh, through our website, canceltheshow.com, go to the platforms that we have it on there for you as well, save shows too. Um, I also want to take a point in time tomorrow. We're still trying to put together do we still have we don't do we have anybody confirmed not yet. yet for tomorrow? I'm
1: working on some folks for our free-for-all Friday. Okay. Because you know we have fun on Fridays.
0: Can we you, try to, we're kind of all over the place. We have fun on Fridays. Can you tease? <laughs>
1: can you I'm working on someone that might be able to talk to us about extraterrestrial. Life and are they amongst
3: us? I don't think so. I saw some information are they myself. Um, us, Eric? I, I I have some information, myself. Eric, Maybe you're I, one of them.
0: I have a confession. What's that? You're an New, alien. New Year's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> you saw a from a distance. No, you didn't. I saw George Nori. Wow! Yeah. I know. You saw, and I was in the middle of a conversation, ah. and I'm like, "Oh, there's George." George looked over at me, and I was, and I was like. <laughs> yeah. Because we knew each other. And I finished up my conversation. Hmm. And I was in line because I was getting drinks. And it was a long freaking line. Yes. And I'd been there for a while. So I finished and I went over and I couldn't find George.
1: Oh, Vic, you failed. I it. know. I was like,
0: no, what just happened? No. You was failed he us. So then I looked at it. <laughs> I was like, no, there was about 10,000 people there, is what it seemed like. So I was like, okay. Hopefully, George, hopefully, George, hopefully, George will show back up again so I can get him on the show.
1: That would be phenomenal. I can't wait until tomorrow, not only because it's Friday, but I love free for all Fridays. And they are some of our most watched shows. And, And this is our sixth week, by the way. Did you guys know that? I did not. We are in week number six, isn't it? Or week seven. We're 20. Today's day 29. The first
0: one really didn't count. Day
1: 29.
0: The first week didn't count. <laughs> no, it was like a rehearsal. <laughs> it was, we were rehearsing. We were mm-hmm. rehearsing live. That's for sure. Um, and, and now we continue everybody to thank you for jumping in with the show, doing what you're doing. Uh, remember seven to 10 every day podcast and live show combined into one we're continuing to bring you the kind of guest tabitha was talking about next week as well um and kurt as we let go today says there are no terrestrials if god didn't create them they're not here
1: maybe god did create them Kurt. maybe how do yeah, we know exactly. how do we know
0: too much confusion duh, duh, duh.
3: that's why that's <laughs> why t- uh, paranormal fridays kind of creator of the heavens and the earth Bum, bum, it's like it's like the it's like the new uh story around the campfire paranormal friday it's like they're just stories and they're interesting but there's no proof at
0: the end of the day
1: no i mean for the most part no yeah <laughs> so
0: i hate that well we'll call it a we'll call the show we'll look we'll finish off things tomorrow we appreciate you joining us uh thanks again to colonel joe to bill brown uh scotty Gurkin, eric johnson tab Hassel. the hassle. i'm vic faust have an awesome day We'll see you tomorrow for Cancel This.